This is about delivering great exclusive games for you that ship on platforms where Game Pass exists. Welcome out to this week's episode of Gamers Council. Man, this is this is a stack panel, and this is going to be a great, great, great show tonight. Thank you guys for being here. Um, man, uh, lots of great shows on tonight, and uh, and people will eventually get to this one. So we do appreciate you being here, uh, watching this live. And uh, man, let's 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 get right into it. Uh, Retri, how you doing, buddy? Doing good, Dave. Uh, Gamescom is, I think, is it still going on? Is it done today? Is today last the last sure. day? Last, last yeah. day was today. It finished about, okay. well, finished yeah. five hours ago. Uh, so uh, I watched a bunch of that. Obviously, you can't catch everything when you're watching Gamescom because some of the stuff is like kind of happening you know, simultaneously and stuff. But uh, we're, you know, we're here to talk all kinds of different things, Gamescom, among other things. We got Pixel Bit, we got PTK, and we got Wondering Dutch. We had to get someone. We're so stupid. Like, I didn't even think it was like, maybe we should get someone who was, you know, you know, actually there. So we got Wondering <laughs> Dutch to give us his perspective and maybe give us some behind the scenes uh, uh, stuff. Uh, yeah, being and, being and, someone and, who actually went there. So And he <laughs> has actually made the marathon. He, has, he was on several shows yesterday, several yeah. shows today including ours so again dutch thank you so much for being here we appreciate you man you're mm -hmm. awesome 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 all right well let's get the introductions going first here we got uh, we got uh, we got ptk blam right in the center ptk buddy how you doing man how's it going i'm 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 great man i'm great man shout out to chat what's up glad to be here didn't get a chance to do the shop podcast yesterday so i'm chomping at the bits you know got got all the guys here what's up dutch mm -hmm. i see you so you got the whole pot of coffee over there, my boy. But uh, we gonna keep yes. we gonna we gonna we gonna keep the show interesting enough to keep you awake, Dutch. So no worries over there, guy. We got you. But uh, thank you, Dave. Once again, Retri, shout out to you, Pixel Bit as well, man. I'm just glad to be amongst these awesome gamers. Um, shout out to Chad as well. You guys are amazing. But yeah, I'm ready, man. I'm like I said, I haven't really gotten a chance to talk about any of this, but so I'm good to go, Dave. Awesome, awesome, man! I'm looking forward to this. And we have Pixel Bitchy, and yes, Pixel Bit, I can't hear your audio. So no, buddy, no, I think doing, I'm man? good now. I finally uh, found my way back. So there we go. Uh, <laughs> you know, uh, welcome, welcome, everyone. Uh, appreciate the invite, as always. You know what I'm saying? Um, it's going to be an interesting show because we've had a lot of interesting news over the last week oh, or so. Yes. Uh, it's a pleasure to finally work with my man Dutch over here, the best game, best bear in the game over here. I'm a little right. envious, you know. I'm a great beard. I'm envious. I like it. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and Shout well out to the Gray Beards Gaming. Yeah, yeah I'm not. I'm not sure if I've worked with you before, uh, uh, PTK. But you know what I'm saying. Pleasure, pleasure oh, having you on pleasure here. Pleasure to meet well. you too, brother. So yeah, let's let's rock. All right, sounds good. And of course, we have the one and only, the legendary, the Wandering Dutch. Dutch, how are you doing, Mister Tired? Yeah, yeah. It's been it's been a long week. Honestly, I thought. And everyone kept on saying, oh, you're going to have a good week. It's going to be really fun. I was like, yeah, yeah it's super going to be fun, but it's going to be really tiring. Mm -hmm. I don't think anyone quite understood how exhausting that's going to be because we were up like 6 o'clock in the morning every day and not back in the hotel till like 11 o'clock, gone midnight most days after everything yeah. was packed up. Um, it was just nonstop. So 
no, it was it was super fun, um, but exhausted. So I'm looking forward to uh, an actual holiday at some point. <laughs> you, All right. we'll, we'll release you in a couple hours and then you're off to do whatever you need to. I'm just kidding. Yeah. but I, I do have to tell you one thing thank you so much for uh, yours uh, and Boxenberger's coverage uh, mm-hmm. I got to watch a yes. show from the hotel that was, that was fantastic awesome. yeah and then and then of course you did a special show today which was really good uh, yeah. and then and then plus you know you're, you had lots of pictures I mean great pictures with a bunch of the you know the crew and the, the Xbox team and stuff plus the uh, just you guys you could just tell you guys are you guys were in heaven is is really what it looked like from this end. So mm-hmm. that was great. Yeah, yeah, super fun. A lot of lot of awesome people. Lot of, we'll get into it as well. But a lot of awesome people that we met. A lot of different teams and different. Um, again, people always judge it a little bit differently on social media, and they're always kind of console war and stuff about the way Xbox is with with people. But it, until you you actually experience it in person, you don't quite realize just how much of a community driven company they are mm-hmm. um and and i mean that in a genuine sense not just like doing it because they have to i mean like yeah people kind of like to think about aaron greenberg as just some guy that kind of is over the top on socials but he's actually like a really cool really sweet guy and he's everywhere that guy has got an engine he was literally all over the place non-stop he was first in the building on the morning last on uh, out on the evening he was in and around the crowd. He was mixing with every fan he could possibly mix with. He was nonstop. Um, so a huge shout out to them because yeah. that uh, that team did an, an amazing job that week. Yeah, he's like the Energizer Bunny. Like that dude just has yeah. amazing energy. I don't know how <laughs> he can do it. I don't know how old Aaron is, but I don't have the energy. To, I don't even have the energy to do what you're doing right now, Dutch. So uh, <laughs> shout out to you for being here. Yeah. I appreciate it. I'd be I'd be sleeping right now. But uh, let's just jump right in right uh, right now, guys. We obviously uh, want to know what games you guys are playing or any shows or TV movies uh, that you guys have been watching that, that interest you. I'll start with you, Pixelbit. Obviously, Wondering Dutch, you don't have to... We, we could go into some of the stuff you've been playing because some of that stuff yeah. was at GameStop. Right. So you can, you can kind of dodge that answer just a little bit and we'll come, yeah, you know, we'll come back you can, around you know? when we talk some Gamescom stuff. But Pixelbit, what have you been playing, brother? Uh, right now, I mean, I'm doing a little bit of Minecraft today with the family. Um, so I'm uh, still on a Vampire Survivors, as well nice. as uh, a, a bunch of Baldur's Gate 3, knowing damn well I am not going to be able to beat that game anytime soon. <laughs> so I feel bad for it. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm enjoying it, but I'm like, uh, you know, I, I got a, I got Starfield on the mind right now. So, yeah. Mm, nice. Are you, are you far into Baldur's Gate? Like, you got no, decent amount no, of hours in? Dude, I, I have a... I'm like 50 hours in, but but I think just a, that is a lot. <laughs> no, I'm just off of Act One. <laughs> I know <laughs> because <laughs> the way I'm playing it, you know, what I'm saying so. Yeah, yeah. You know, I'm taking my time, you know. But um, yeah, it's, it's taking a long time, you know. what I'm saying, but it's it, it really is a great game, you know. It it, it harkens back to the to, to the gold box era of, of gaming for me, at least, you know. Mm-hmm. So you know, those OG D and D games from Sierra, so. Yeah, uh, you know, so yeah. it's, it's it's a great game. So I, I know I, you know I'll have to come back to it at some point, but I'm trying to get through it. They have a, a lot of very interesting uh, things that happen in that game. You know, not supplying any spoilers, but yeah, like getting into into uh, ch- uh, chapter two is like it's mind blowing. So it's a great game. Mm. You know? Do you agree? Do you agree with the meta score on that one? Like, would you put in the nineties? 
on that? Yeah, you, yeah, you like absolutely. that game? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. It's 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 a it's 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 easily a '90s um game. You know, there there are some some quibbles about it. You know, there are some issues with pacing and, and things of that nature. But in terms of like the the, the way that they, that they executed on this game and like the, the concepts, the story, like the way it's written, and and the just the strategy of the gameplay, it is not an easy game, y'all. Like mm, if if, if you if, if you're playing it. Just be be aware, like there's no there's no places to level up like in this game like that. So you you kind of deal with situations as they come, and you kind of have to have the right like configuration of, of players, and um you know a, a, a approach every fight very strategically because you will die mm. a lot. <laughs> so, okay, so a little yeah. souls like it sounds like to me. Mm-hmm. Which I've been hearing yeah. a lot lately. Yeah. This, but this yeah. is it's, it's still it's really based on like the OG D and D style games where like mm. um like back in the days like you you you'd be facing off first twenty enemies, you got a crew of five, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Right, yeah. And they all get a turn, so you got to be really. It's a strategy game at its heart, like it's real deep strategy, and because you're dealing with those those dice rolls. You know, it's strategy and a little bit of luck involved as well. So, yeah, it's, mm. it's, it's tight, man. I'm going to be playing it for a while. It's a great game. Nice. Well, at least for next four days. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I'm going I'm to get as much time as I can get in over the next four days. And then after that, right. you guys will see me, uh, you know, commanding my ship. <laughs> right. Exactly. <laughs> so. Exactly. PTK, brother, what have you been playing, uh-huh. man? Um, uh, I so I I still been plodding my way through Diablo. That's pretty much all I've been playing. Wow, uh, you're still still in Diablos, huh? Yeah, 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 definitely, man. I haven't. That's all really I've been dabbling. Um, you know, into I haven't really touched anything else. I watched my wife kind of download a couple Game Pass games and dive into those. But for me, really, just Diablo, trying to get this character to a hundred. Um, trying to finish out this season. Now that we're gonna get Mm. another season, that was just announced as well too. So now I'm trying to like speed rush it. You got Starfield around the corner. That's staring at me in the rearview mirror, you know. So obviously, I want to get to that. So just trying to get through this character. That's it. Um, for the most part, that's pretty much all I've been playing. Uh, when I have the time to jump in and grind in that. So, uh, I have been watching something though. So I'm actually glad you guys brought this up this week. Um, I've been watching uh, that that Netflix show Ragnarok. Um, okay, yeah, 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 I know that one. Pretty, pretty good show so far. You know, Norwegian show. You know, kind of Thor. Um, you know, got mm-hmm. got the lore going there, but it's it's been a pretty good show so far. I'm not too much, uh, too far into it. I think we just finished season one, so I think it's got three seasons, but it's been pretty good. So, yeah, yeah, I watched that. It's I don't think I don't know if I finished it. I think I just watched. I didn't realize it was three seasons, so I think yeah, I finished yeah. season one. I was surprised uh, as well too. I thought it was brand new, but I guess not. Yeah, I thought so too. So I'm glad you said that because I'm like I was waiting for that, so I didn't realize it was actually three seasons of that show. Yeah, so it's it's, it's it's definitely interesting. Uh, it's pretty good. I like it. Yeah, yeah. Dutch, uh, I don't know. Trick, trick question: What have you been playing? <laughs> or, or maybe better, just what have you been watching, if anything? Yeah, what have you, what have you been watching? <laughs> uh, I've been He's like, I've been watching Starfield. Yeah. <laughs> in Germany, I've been a lot of games. Wink, wink. A lot of games. Um, no, there's, there's there's a lot of things I can dive into. Towerborn was was one of the standouts for me as well. Towerborn. I was hoping you were going to mention that. I, Dutch. I really I, was we are definitely definitely. Man, I'm so we, glad because like, we had a show yesterday and I was like, I'm I'm hyping Towerborn and I feel like I was all alone. So I am so glad I got PTK mm-hmm. and I got you here, yep. Dutch, because I think that game looks legit. I think it looks awesome. Um, oh, I'm so down with as well. Don't get it twisted. Yeah, all right, oh, all right. Sure. Pixel nice. bits like yeah. me too. Join yeah. the group, buddy. Yeah, uh, yeah we rock. I think it looks great, man. Stoic, stoic, stepping up. So I'm, I'm glad the Xbox kind of, you know, teaming, teaming up with them. So, 
yeah. I didn't get to watch your video today. I do know you made a video about about the game, but overall, yeah, I saw it. I saw it. The <laughs> yeah. video site. Yeah, yeah. It's um. So yeah, obviously I had hands on with it. I had um. I also did a forty five minute um interview with uh Arnie Jorgensen, who's the co founder of Stoic. Yeah, uh, completely unintentional. I was speaking to Kelly Lombardi, who's the head of marketing for Xbox Global. Um, and just behind her was Arnie, just standing there watching people play the game. Mm. And then he, she was like, Arnie, come here. He's like, this is Boxenberg, this is Dutch, like big community members. He's like, all right, hello. Have you played the Banner Saga? <laughs> I was like, yeah, yeah, I've played that. He's like, really? I was like, of course I have. Yeah, why? Why? Because <laughs> I, like, well, I did all the pain for it. I was doing X, Y, and Z. He was like really enthusiastic. And then we just got talking about everything. So um, found out a lot about the game, of course. Naturally took an opportunity to, to question him quite a bit about everything, how the relationship is with Xbox, what he's classed as, um, and uh, and what his plans are for the game going forwards and things. But he's talked mm-hmm. a lot about the art style. So he's the, the stage we played is still hand painted by him he said that's the one stage i've managed to convince him to leave in that's hand painted by me the other stages are hand painted by the art team um they are all completely remote so the studios like worldwide um they don't have a singular office i didn't know that yeah that's interesting yeah that's cool did you did you did you put that video out like is is the video of you talking to him out in the ether right now because i don't think i yeah, I don't think I saw that's, that. Oh, it that's is the hands-on okay. impressions one. Yeah. Okay, I'm gonna have to. Oh, it, oh, it's the same, the same video. Okay, I'm gonna have to check that out. Um, yeah. Yeah, that but that game definitely hands-on. Looks awesome. The easiest way to put it, and I know everyone will be happy with that. The easiest way to put it is, um, uh, it's Castle Crashers mixed with Monster Hunter. Okay. Love it. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. That's probably that's no, all that's I need a to good hear. Combo. Yeah. Yep. yeah. The world. The world yeah, I feel in like itself. I've heard other people say that too. The coolest thing about the world in itself is that they've got it. They've they've built the engine so that it can, um, it can generate uh, entire new worlds and new maps at a flick of a switch. Um, so when the season changes over, the the entire world map will change to an entire new map. Um, <clears throat> and then Ooh. all they've got to do is go in, tweak a couple of things with the art team, and add new little little special bits. And then just roll out a new season, and then they can do that every season. So it works a bit like like, the, like are you talking like procedurally generated procedural or is generation? Yeah. Okay, gotcha. But oh, it works awesome. a bit more like the Minecraft procedural generation, where it's based on a seed. Oh, so okay, when they gotcha. generated the map, it's seeded. Okay. So essentially, they just keep an eye on that whatever that seed code is at the end of each season. If they want to bring that map back, they can bring that map back because they have the seed for it. But mm. they can keep generating it, keep generating it. So every season. Brand new map, brand new world, new bosses, everything like that. So it keeps it going, and their their plans are to support it for five to ten years. Oh, nice! Wow, holy crap! Wow. Okay, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't expect to hear that. Yeah, I'm getting great. That. I'm so glad we brought you on today, man. I'm getting there's some great tidbits of information that you just uh, put onto the game. I had no clue about the procedural generation. I, I, you know, and the the painted on art style. That's kind of one of the things that got me excited about Towerborn. It just looks beautiful. Um, yeah like watching watching them play uh, at gamescom we were playing the boss fight against the giant mushroom yeah. or whatever it was, yeah. i was just like ah oh, dude he's I actually think a bit of a pain in the ass you know he's a bit of he a pain looks, in the dude i they were getting their asses kicked i watched i have like footage and i'm like recording it and trying to get everything out 
out, out to Twitter for Game Pass Daily. And I'm like, when's this going to end? The fight was like over 20 minutes. I swear to God it was. And they just kept dying. <laughs> that thing, it was like, it was like a damn Souls game. I was like, are they going to, are they going to not be able to beat this guy? Like, for a second, I thought they're going to lose. But yeah, it looks, uh, looks like it's not going to be an easy, you know, uh, you know, an easy game. So, which is fine by me. But uh, anything else that you want to talk about that you, uh, that you've been playing? Uh, yeah, I played, um, played, I've, I've played a few things. So I can speak on, but I didn't get a chance to play Stalker, but Boxy did. Um, okay. I can speak on his thoughts on Stalker. Um, so Stalker graphically was kind of hit and miss with people. I understand. Okay. I said that it. yesterday. I got, I, I got yeah. a ton of crap for saying that yesterday because I watched the old footage Dutch and I yeah. watched the new trailer and it looked very pulled back graphically, yeah. which I'm not, I'm not saying that equals a bad game. Like fidelity doesn't equal yeah. a bad game to me, obviously, but I'm glad you brought that up. Cause man, I was getting some crap yesterday for even, even saying that about stalker too obviously we know their situation yeah. and what's going on with them and i wasn't trying to pick on that team i just kind of thought maybe this should get delayed further out to get to the fidelity that they were showing us uh the first round but uh continue was... on sorry i interrupted no there. it's all right it's all right it's the so the facial animations aren't impressive as impressive as what they first showed um, because obviously they showed some next level UE5 tech going into the facial right. animation. That's not as it nowhere near as impressive. It's not what they showed off. Um, and then UE5 again, we know this because there's so many games having issues with UE5 and getting the fidelity out at the certain resolutions and things like that. But <laughs> what UE5 was meant to do was be able to have hyper detail right here hyper detail on something far out. And if you go to that something that's far out and have a look at it, it should be hyper detailed when you get close up. Yeah. But it was causing when you were getting close to certain things, they were still blurry, not mm. really full of detail. Um and it was causing a few few texture issues at close range. So it's obviously still a building progress. To be right. fair, when I spoke to uh, Xbox team after FanFest, um, they were saying that that build in itself come in super hot. So when you saw Phil okay. Spencer and Todd Howard playing it on Twitter on their socials, mm -hmm. that was the first time that Xbox team had played that build before oh, okay. public. Oh wow! Okay. That, gotcha. So that's how hot it. Came. Literally, wow. they didn't see the game until that point, so they didn't know what build was coming to Gamescom. They just mm. wanted them there. So it was super hot. It did come in super hot. Okay. Um, but on the gameplay side is a whole other story because the gameplay was good. good. The gameplay was That's super interesting. Game. The guns were really good. The gunplay was really fun. It was a difficult game. Um, mm. And everything had consequences. So um, the, the essentially the section up there was you, you had a, a number of side missions, but the vast majority of people played exactly the same thing. So you had you kind of run into this guy who's getting attacked by dogs. The the certain circumstances are, of course, if you kill the guy and the dogs kind of escape, when you get to the next point, you get attacked by the village or the settlers there because you've mm -hmm. killed a friend. So they're not going to be very pleased with you. However, if you rescue the guy and kill the dogs, you get that village to help you out, to give you side quests, to give you items, the so on. Then you get more side quests, etc. So mm -hmm. it's all 
knock-on effect, and that's just a small portion of the intro of the game. Um, they're all random um, things that occur, so it's like uh, electro storms and things like that that can kill you. You've got to seek shelter um, and get out of it. But it's a uh, it's a it's a hyper detailed world with a lot of a lot of things going on. So gunplay, gameplay, everything that's going along with the actual fun and enjoyment of the game, it's there. Right. So Good. that's nothing to be worried about. But right. it definitely needs a bit more polishing on the graphical end. In right, terms of right. how it runs as well, super smooth. So, okay, so that's good. They, they nice. didn't tell. They didn't like say 4K 60. I'm guessing that's probably what it. No, it was running on PC what? though. It was running oh, on was PC. PC. Yeah, okay. okay. Yeah, yeah, it was right. on that's PC. It, ain't, it, it still ain't 4K. Yeah. It, it, yeah. Hopefully they're focusing on 60 with all the the noise we're hearing about UE5 right now. So er, yeah, I know. Yeah, I, I, well, I, we, I saw what happened with the mortals, right? Like holy crap! I think I'm gonna stop. I think I'm gonna stop prepping up UE5. I'll let I'll let Umbra do that. I'm gonna back up. I think what'll help what'll help these guys on like a couple of the UE5 games that have been coming out with issues is the fact that Stalker 2 is single player. Yeah, um, yeah, they don't have to worry true. about networking or, or any of those kind mm-hmm. of issues, netcode, etc. So um, that will certainly help them. But likes of Immortals of Avium, etc. So these have all got kind of network connectivity that's required. Um, mm-hmm. That'll be causing no end of issue as well. Cool. All right. Well, um, um, dude, thank you for that insight. That's awesome. Obviously, we're going to be picking your brain a lot more tonight. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But uh, Retro, if you don't mind, read that uh, we have a new channel member. Yeah, William Riggs, welcome, brother. Uh, became a new YouTube uh, member, and uh, you know benefits for that is is you can see our special shows that happen once a month. That we just had one yesterday, which accidentally we screwed up. Uh, went out to the general you public. Keep bringing that up. Uh, well, I'm just I'm saying. Just uh, <laughs> but you get the emojis, if, yep. depending on what uh, you know level of a member you become. You can also get like uh, phone backgrounds and whatnot. Uh, yep. So we we got more stuff down the pipeline as well coming up, but uh, yeah, yeah, and I just dropped all yeah. those in the uh, in the in the chat there to check out the emojis if you're interested in yep. those. Uh, lots of conversation can be had with those. Uh, also, uh, we got to read this one real quick before we before yep. we get on to your first one. Oh, he's back! All right, Jim Ryan's first party GoFundMe account. Starfield is old news. Toast of the month is now the brand new PSP. Get yours now while stocks last. I imagine they're going to last for a while, but I don't know. They say PlayStation guys will buy bricks, so who knows? They're selling quicker than the subscriptions to my OnlyFans. <laughs> Too much. He's a mess. Ah, the PSP, yeah. Uh, oh, the, the product Jesus. I'm still confused about why it exists and who the hell this thing is for. I don't know. We we talked some trash about it yesterday during the show, uh, which was fun. We had Scrub Nurse on there and uh, Wilmy Hood, and uh, we had a blast just teasing this thing. I'm I'm confused uh, why you would buy it, but you know, like you uh, like we've been told, these guys will buy anything. So it's that's it's fine. <laughs> I guess if you're oh, while too you're, funny while you're while you're pooping, I guess you can. Uh, well, you know, it's right there yeah. with you. Oh, it's kind of a shitty What's answer, up, but you know, the truth. The true sticks. Exactly. I got to welcome out the over 55 people we have in the chat right now. Thank you so much for being here with us. Uh, I know a lot of other shows on right now and you guys joining us. We greatly appreciate that. Thank you so much. Dreadpool, Fuzzy Belvedere, Chaosante, and so many more are in the chat. King Web, Telus Ray, mm-hmm. so many more. Um, RSJ fan, there's just, can't mention all of you. Def Leppard, and I can't mention all of you, so I, I apologize for that. But 
we do appreciate you being here. If you got questions, pop them up and we'll do our best to get them here and, and let, get talking about them. So, uh, so Retri, what is our first conversation of the night? Yeah, I think I'm going to start with <clears throat> just kind of pull the bandaid off with this one. Cause I don't think it's too interesting, but maybe you guys will have some different insight uh, than I do, but Microsoft offering Ubisoft, the 15 year, the 15 year cloud gaming deal for all ABK games, um, basically to appease the CMA, to, get them to shut up and just make this deal go through. Uh, what do you guys, what do you guys think of this? Uh, I'll start with you pixel bit. Do you think uh, this is a big deal for, for customers, for Microsoft, for anybody? Do you care about this? Does the cloud gaming uh, move the needle for you? Or what, what, what are your thoughts about this? Uh, this ABK Ubisoft uh, collaboration, I guess you call it. Yeah, I, I was, I was initially quite annoyed with it. Like, <laughs> It, yeah. um, uh, you know, at least when it first came out, it kind of read like this is being mandated by the CMA as opposed to this was Microsoft's offer to the CMA to try to get them to shut the fuck up. Mm-hmm. Uh, am I allowed to say that? Um, yep. so, <laughs> yes, you are. Yes, you are. <laughs> please but, um, say it, please. You know, mm-hmm. um, so it's like uh, we knew that, 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 that uh, Microsoft was in the process of trying to divest, but I didn't expect it to be Ubisoft of all companies, right? Because it's, it's I didn't kind either. Of, I did not a, see that it's, one coming. It's a competing brand, right? Even though you know people are like, oh, it's not competing. It's like they are, right? They're a gaming publisher as well, right? And they also have a cloud service, so it's kind of a competing brand. But after the initial shock of it, you know, with uh, maybe um, cooler minds <laughs> talking about it, it seems that you know it, it may be just you know part partly Microsoft helping Ubisoft fix the mess that they're kind of in at this point as well as it gives microsoft ability to you know um you know remove themselves from that particular part of the of, of the market um mm-hmm. at least for that particular um for those particular games right so um it doesn't impact cod right i mean in terms of like the console version of applications right it doesn't right. require that they give anything else to um you know sony or any competing um, competing markets so um, you know, in terms of the way that, that Microsoft is viewing cloud services at this point, it, it seems like, you know, all these people are, are thinking that they're kind of pulling away from it. But I don't see it at that, yeah. as that because you still have, what is it, 23 other studios that are liable to making exclusives for Microsoft that will end up on Microsoft's cloud, right, that they control. Right. Very true. Very right? true. So I think what, what, what I see it as is, is more, this kind of just shows that the mobile side of Activision is more important to Microsoft than the cloud side at this point, right? Oh, yeah. Because they, they're kind of willing to give that up, or at least give up full control of that for now in order to allow them to get to that to that mobile segment. So, you know, I, I, you know, in terms of um, users, I don't know how it impacts us at this point. Does it mean we need I mean, if no service? one's using it, who gives a crap, right? I mean, we're yeah. uh, we've been told yeah. that we were everyone was using it just to test out a game and then download it later, which is the majority of users, according directly. In yeah, the but according to Microsoft, Bond, right? You know? So, but it's like I use it, right? I use it for more than downloading games. Right? I use it for you know whenever I don't want to install something or I don't have direct access to my system or I'm using the, right. the ROG Ally, right? Like so, you know, you know, there is there is a market that uses it. I think the biggest thing for me, or at least uh, the biggest thing to consider is that you know it's a it's a young market, so you would hope yes. that their position is still like, hey, at some point this market is going to expand, and we need to be in a position for that expansion, especially now that Sony is positioning themselves to actually semi care about the market, right? 
at least mm-hmm. with their their little silly handholds and shit. But um, <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm sorry, not with that because that that handheld is not allowed. That to stream right, that my don't... bad, my bad. I'm as long as your PlayStation's good, on, then you get mistake. to use it. I make yeah. a mistake, but yeah, um, you're gay. But yeah, but I mean, you know, you got other other players in the market coming in. You got Netflix coming in hot right now, right? Mm-hmm. Like they're kind of really yeah. getting aggressive in this market. So Amazon's right. been dabbling. Yeah, Amazon is dabbling. Netflix is starting to light up at this point. Now you're well, giving. I you mean, speaking of power, speaking so, of Amazon, you know. to what PTK was saying. Sorry to interrupt, but I mean, yeah, they're sure, tied in with Luna too. So I mean, doesn't that doesn't that kind of mean that this is probably going to hit? They'll probably make a deal directly with Luna since Ubisoft is directly connected with. They, the uh, well, I mean, they use they lose they use Luna's backbone, right? But it doesn't mean that they need to give Google applications. Sorry, they don't need to give Amazon the the software. But at the same token, you're right, right? Anybody can make a deal. So if Amazon, yeah, because Ubisoft's in charge now, so you're right. If if you know, yeah, they so, they could get a deal on on, on you know ser- server usage and then give Am- you know yeah, give I'm, them access to ABK games through Luna. Uh, but again, I don't. I just don't know if this is going to move the needle. I mean, I think yeah, if, I don't, if Microsoft I don't think is willing to give you 15 impact. years, you know, yeah. they gave you beyond the the uh, beyond the five Standard more years in the, the yeah. COD contract. Yeah. Um, I I just don't. I think they're. I think they've now realized maybe cloud isn't going to be a thing for for a, a long time. It's yeah. like anything else, right? It's like, it's just like uh, VR. I saw I saw VR forty years ago, like you know, I mean, like it's it's old. Like, <laughs> I don't know you, about people 40, realize, yeah, I, you know I, what I I'm saying? See, like shit, I did shit. See VR in nineteen VR was on Oprah a long ass time ago. I remember yeah. that uh, yeah, doing true. skydiving and stuff. Uh, but you know, what I'm saying like technology takes. I think things like this take a lot longer to actually catch on. I think maybe people realize. So uh, yeah. I think Microsoft is seeing that. The numbers are showing them that, and uh, you know, I, I don't know. What do you PTK? What do you think about this thing? Does does this uh, do you care? I think more surprising well, to me is that it wasn't their territory; that it went worldwide; that everyone else yeah, got affected, that's, that's, that we got the, affected. The I was like, "Whoa, impact, what the yeah, hell?" It's, yeah, I it's didn't see this that little coming. tiny shit country able to tell everybody else what to do. But yeah, it's yeah, crazy. yeah. So I mean, I I'm gonna you know just you know pretty much parrot everything Pixel say. By the way, great great wrap up Pixel because I, I I I totally agree. I'm a bit more brief. Because ultimately, whatever gets them to shut the hell up and moves everything <laughs> yeah. along, I'm all for it. It's just going to be done, it. right? Like, just, yeah. just move on. Like, whatever we need yes. to get this done. Now, once again, there were some misinterpretations on exactly what was going on when it, it was initially reported. A lot of people thought it was something a little bit different than it actually ended up being because this seems to be just all part of the plan. We're going to give a little piece of this cake to say the rest of the pie, right? You know, we, yeah. we, we, can, we can afford yep. to divest this part of our um at this point in time we can afford to divest this part of our business for the long run because like you said and pixelbit you know said it they've said it three or four different times at this point if you guys don't know the mobile part of activision is extremely important to xbox matter of fact scratch that important to microsoft because it's not just xbox uh, at this point in time they're a pillar now they all sit at the same table this is not you know the the the, the Bill Gates <clears> Microsoft <throat> where they they're in the little kids table on the side. You know they they get to have big conversations um, now. So uh, yeah, ultimately at the end of the day, uh, anything to get this deal to move forward. And you know, like Pixel said so eloquently, you know, the w- one country out of how many? Where are we at? Forty seven. Forty. I lost this? count. Where, where we <laughs> lost count? High forty, something like that. It's in the yeah, forty one. I think it's forty one. Forty one approvals. Yeah. This yeah. is a mockery. 
the, what they're doing. You know, I'm not going to get into that. I don't want to make this whole show. No, it's wild. Yeah, it is wild. What worries me is 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 setting the precedent. That's the only thing that worries me is, uh-oh, they were able to do this. What happens in the in the future when the That's CMA right. gets yeah. involved again? You know what I'm saying? That's the only thing that makes me but go, But the, the precedent that, that Xbox and Microsoft continue to fight this is that's more important. Um, that's the more important precedent that needs to be set over time because this is something that is going to happen going forward in the future. And Microsoft is one of the few companies at this point capable of like taking all the bullets, right? All the political mm. bullets they've taken, all of the smear campaigns they've had to, you know, go through all of the stuff. They've they've actually, you know, we've seen it affect their actual business model. This whole this whole ABK stuff. They had the stall game stuff's been delayed, all kind of stuff. They're one of the yep. few companies that are able to withstand that. So they have to do this for things coming in the future. And they're not they're not done either. They're still gonna buy companies that you know we may never get a 70 billion dollar you know deal again but ultimately they're still going to want to play in that pool and you don't want the politicians swimming in the pool get your ass out the pool go do something else (laughs) we don't need y'all in here mucking it up you know we we we, you know we got this tech stuff we've been doing this for a while we don't need you guys you know bringing all of the all of that polit you know political stuff in here messing everything up so they have to withstand this they're gonna fight it they're gonna continue to you know give as much as they need to give within reason Mm -hmm. Right. Um, because they know essentially, I feel like they got this in a bag. I think everybody knows, even Cat yeah. knows, even the CMA knows this is a done deal at this point. How long do you want to wait? They're gonna play nice for as long as they need to. I at one point, and this is why I could never be CEO Dutch, anybody up here. I would just go scorch earth. I was like, you yeah. know what? Yeah, get the UK. Yeah. I, I, I would have cut the UK at yeah. the knees. You guys are cut and like, off. Yo, take this out, right? But yeah, like a bad baby mama. You're out of here. Like, no way. Like, I'm, you're not getting anything else. Like, I'm sorry. Like, you know, I, I don't mean to spite the face, you know, cut off the nose to spite the face. But in that right. instance, the UK, you're gone. Like, you guys aren't getting any games. And you can blame your, your government for that. So, um, but I'm I'm glad that they're going this route. Ultimately, I think it's it's going yeah. to be better dealing, you know, playing nice in the future from a political standpoint. It always looks good. Xbox has built a reputation of, you know, this consumer friendly company. You don't want to do anything to, you know, ruin that reputation. I don't think Phil or Satya, the, those kind of people anyway. So uh, I, ultimately, whatever mm. moves this deal forward, I'm all for it. Uh, absolutely. I'm going to read this from Kiyosante. He brings up a good point. It's, it's true. Amazon can make a deal. But then they have to pay Microsoft rights to do it. Uh, question is, will Amazon be willing to pay God money? That's a, that's a great question, man. Uh, I don't think anybody's going to be willing to pay God I don't know. Who the hell wants to pay God money? I yeah. don't think anybody. You're going to get all those other Activision games day one. But that card? Nah. Oh, I, I, I'd be very surprised to see that end up on any of the other services on day one. It'll be on Game Pass. But I'm not sure it'll be any place else. It's going to be too expensive. Yeah, well, and, and yeah. the nice thing about that is that um, Sony wants to have some ABK games on their service. Yep. They can pay for it. They That's could. not a problem. But, you know, the the bulk of the revenue still goes back to Microsoft when they do that. That's okay. And also, uh, from, way I, uh, from the way I understand it, um, and I could be wrong, but I, but I believe this is the case, that that even though they're licensing it and it's like pretty much a, a, a third party now with Ubisoft just on cloud gaming, just on cloud. Right. Yep. But there can't be any deal made that excludes the product from being on uh, Microsoft's service. Right. So in other words, they can make yep. a deal for 
big stuff, all kinds of good stuff, but it can't be like, oh, but you can't put it on Microsoft if we do a deal with you. You can't have an Xbox clause. That's good. Yeah, yeah I like that. Imagine that world, right? We like did that. see some people saying that. I did see that going around. On, well, Netflix can put, you know, you know, go over the top of Microsoft. I'm like, nah, 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 nah. Because people are like, well, they can pay more. Can they literally, they can literally like get caught and Microsoft yeah. won't. So, you know, Dave brings up a good point that that can't happen because of clause and Microsoft would never allow Microsoft yeah, is stupid. Anyway. They would, Come of course, now, they would right? have a clause yeah. like that. Yeah. Dutch, Dutch, let's, let's go to you. What's your, uh, what's your take on this whole thing? Uh, you know, it's a big deal or is, uh, I don't know. Just give us your opinion. What do you think? Yeah. Small, small fry, small fry, yeah. cloud gaming, cloud gaming in the general grand scheme of things. We covered this the other day as well. Cloud gaming to them. If it was such a huge deal breaker for Microsoft, they wouldn't have done the deal. Right. Mm-hmm. Yep. It's simple as that. If it was actually yep. something that was imperative for this strategy, it would never have been done as a deal. Yeah. So the fact that they're willing to divest that off just shows how insignificant the cloud cloud gaming section of this transaction is to to Microsoft or Xbox. It's like ah, whatever. That's right. such small fry in comparison to what we need to deal with. And the vast majority of what this is for is specifically for, um, let's face it, it's for the mobile segment. So um, mm-hmm. as long as that's undamaged, they, that's exactly what they need. Does yeah. anyone think, Agreed. and I don't, I'm just going to say I don't really see this happening, but does anyone think because of their, you know, starting a relationship with Ubisoft that we could get <laughs> something like, Ubisoft the games into Game Pass more often because of this, or do you think that's uh oh like there was maybe maybe Ubisoft classics maybe, maybe I don't, I don't I, yeah I don't I don't think it's is is beyond uh question because Ubisoft still has to pay for this content right it's not like they're yep. getting it for free right correct right? they have the rights for the streaming but they still have to pay for the streaming right some money mm-hmm. money has to be exchanged right so right it may it, yeah. you know they they may cut a deal to say yeah. hey we'll we'll uh. You know, we'll take a percentage less, and you know, add out our our games to your service. Who knows? I right? think there's definitely it's more money for them too. So, yeah, I think there's definitely avenues for that conversation at this point in time, and things like that happen all the time. Sometimes we always look at these business deals like you know, when we when we pull back, sometimes it's like everything happens like in structure, like it all in meetings and all at this predestined time. Right. No, these opportunities come up randomly sometimes. Sometimes you don't know these deals are going to be available or these avenues are going to become available. So, you know, sometimes the industry creates these opportunities. And this is one that, you know, Microsoft, you know, being able to do that, you know, they'll, they'll be able to, you know, get the opportunity to talk about Ubisoft. Maybe we do uh, have that conversation. You know, maybe they've had that conversation already about, well, you know, you scratch you know, my back, I scratch yours kind of a situation. Or, right. you know, maybe it just makes those maybe it opened up a conversation <laughs> that they had previously, you know, that they were talking about before. So. Who knows? But it's always something to look back. We know what happens because the cool thing about the ABK deal, and we always forget, is that it proved a lot of us right as far as we do these podcast stuff and, you Mm -hmm. know, we do this Monday morning quarterback fantasy football stuff. But a lot of us were right. Like, these conversations really do exist. A lot of documents came out about lists. All kind of lists came out, and people had, you know, 30-page laundry list of companies they were looking at buying. (laughs) We we talk about this. We were actually right. You know, to a to a point, I'm not to give myself too much credit, but you know, we know this stuff happens. So I'm not, you know, really I, I really think this stuff that that could have possibly happened. Dutch, bring us back down to earth. What do you think? <laughs> do you think there's a chance like we could see like more Ubisoft games land on the Game Pass or just more deals with Xbox in general? Uh 
because of this <laughs> deal? Um, partly. Partly, I think I think they will anyway. I think all the the big sub services want to be where they can be. But Ubisoft Plus being already on Xbox now as a separate subscription is a bit of a different thing. Yeah, I don't think can you even still get EA Access a separate subscription on Xbox now? I don't think you can. Can you? No, honestly, I don't know. Cannot. You cannot. Okay, you can't. Okay, it's part of the service. Yeah, you can't. (laughs) I've been in the Game Pass ecosystem so long. I yeah. Yeah. I I guess. Yeah, I guess it's gone. Unless unless it merges entirely into Game Pass, then I I, I don't see that changing. Right. Um, yeah. Maybe some what old about classics? I mean, PlayStation yeah, got yeah. it. I just say I just want to hear someone say there's a chance of you. I'll take a I'll take this much from Ubisoft. Some of the classic games, some of the older Ubi titles, absolutely. But um, yeah. brand new titles now, they're going to keep that for their own yeah. subservice. I agree. Especially you, uh, since their subservices. And, and the three, price. Uh, yeah, one, one thing somebody had, had, had brought up before that I, I, I think Microsoft would put in a clause that would be if, you know, say if, you know, Sony tried to buy, uh, you know, Ubisoft, that the rights yeah. would either convert to someone else yeah. or back to Microsoft yes. at that time. Kind of like, kind of like, 100%. If somebody was to buy Sony as a company, right? Then Spider-Man. the Spider-Man rights automatically exactly. revert to back to Marvel, regardless. Right. It's yeah. just, right. It's not there. So I guarantee you, there's some kind of special clause. Yeah, that definitely makes sense in there because people are like, you know, well, well, Sony just needs to buy Ubisoft, and, <laughs> I got, and I was like, mm, <laughs> and then it's no, 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 it's done. Yeah, I think that works that yeah. way, buddy. <laughs> no, because they're not that stupid. Yeah, and it's only and no. at, at that point as well. It's still only the streaming rights. It's not the right. Game. Right. It's still cla- <laughs> It's still the thing that nobody cares about. At the end of the day, you can own 100 percent of a thing that no one gives a shit about, and it doesn't matter. It's not going to move the needle. So cares? <laughs> oh, K- <laughs> yeah. says he's got his tinfoil hat on. Okay, KSI Day, foil Koofy hat. Take, take from me. This means UB plus. Oh, ba- okay. Yeah, he going cray-cray. <laughs> All right. Offenses. This means Ubisoft plus comes the Game Pass Ultimate. K, I did not think you were one of these people. I mean, think about it. Didn't they just increase the game, the price of Game Pass? Might be coverage. Just, just saying. <laughs> so listen. Hmm. I mean, I like that you're saying like, okay. So future coverage, they increase the price, so they get Ubisoft. The, I think the coverage was was the acquisition myself. But I like where you're going. I would love to see it happen. I will take that L all day long if something like Ubisoft Plus was to get merged in. But you're talking about something that's literally, uh, you know, it's double the price. You're literally, you know, saving a crazy amount of money if that were ever to happen. So I, I don't see it, but I like your uh, I like your tinfoil koofy, your hat. I like your crazy prediction there. So any, any uh, more thoughts, Sir Retri, from you? What are you thinking? Anything? Uh, oh, on the well, on the Ubisoft side, I yeah. at, at best, I think at best you'll match sony in the classics uh which is what i've been saying since day one i do not ever see ubisoft plus as a whole coming into game pass at all it's the same price as game Pass is, i think right now yeah. Uh, yeah. after the increase so you're talking a disgusting amount of value i just don't it's ubisoft man like they're kind of they're kind of greedy in a way i mean they're 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 their own subscription was way overpriced way overpriced from the still beginning is, in my, it still is. Is, still is. it's not Let's a good clear. value in my opinion um it's a great value if you get it for a month or two and then dump it 
but overall their catalog is horrendous like if you compare the number of games that they have uh on their service it's like 60 something i think it is uh on ubisoft plus and you get to play it everywhere luna or whatever uh you know that deal they have with with them it's just not it's just not a good deal for the money it's probably the worst one out there i think um unless you just play ubisoft games but (laughs) i they go on sale so quickly i would just buy the damn ubisoft games six months later myself but um, it's, you know, I know some people have come at me and be like, ah, oh, it's a good deal, but I don't know, man, like it, it doesn't, doesn't move the needle for me pers- personally, but, uh, I don't know, Dave, what do you, what do you think? Well, I'm, I'm, I'm with you guys. I think everybody pretty much, pretty much covered it. I think that's, uh, um, uh, you know, it's just, it's, I think they did it because they figured, okay, cool. This was their concern. Yeah. We divested this. There's no reason to stop. They're, they're, and, and they're taking away everything they can think of that they've, that they've put up a roadblock for. So, and then, and in the end, and there are people like, you know, well, they're just waiting for them to, to just walk away from the deal. Microsoft is never walking away from this they're deal. They're never walking away from this. A lot of us have said this. I don't know they why that wasn't evident the beginning. Yeah. I know. Yeah. And, and, yeah. And, and, and in the next couple of weeks, if things don't get worked out, or up against this deadline, their their final deadline of October, whatever it is, Microsoft would just close over them, pay the penalties, yep. and move on, and that'll I be agree. that'll be the end of it. And the but there but nobody, and I mean nobody, can say that they haven't been over backwards to yeah. to, to appease the uh, the CMA. So anyway, that's that's kind of my thoughts on that. Um, Richard, I'm going to hijack the show for just a second. Yeah, go for it, because <laughs> I know our, our next subject is actually about um uh, probably going to be the um the gamescon but there was something that happened at gamescon mm-hmm. um which is this and when that happened mm. older skate 3 is coming <laughs> that was that was actually my next that was the Sweet. next subject good, by the good, way <laughs> good. well then you're gonna love this because um then then this happened um the ponies Lost their damn minds. <laughs> yeah, That's the nicest How way to say it. Oh, Jesus Christ. If you haven't seen My this, <laughs> then you need to watch this real quick. In order to run on the to release on the SNX. You can't make this shit up, dude. It's about to get emotional in here. You, you, you can't make this shit up. Like, this is why. This is why. <laughs> I don't get it. Like, I don't understand why people praise Phil Spencer. Like, he legit just lied yesterday in an interview. Like, just straight up fucking lied. And and actually placed the blame on the community. Yeah, the conversation was never about parody. Next day. Yeah, we're, we're going to let them remove the, uh, the co-op split screen from the S version. So there's not going to be parody in the modes. Whatever. It, it, like, it doesn't surprise me a little bit. It, the only thing that continues to surprise me is that people still praise this man and, and talk positively <laughs> about him and, and these executives. <laughs> like, dude, I get it. I know that Jim Ryan is... Uh, Jim Lion Ryan, yes, he's earned that nickname. <laughs> but come the fuck on, man. <sighs> you know, like, you gotta be kidding me here. They are so upset How that is this- it is not going to be a, a a what they tried to overtake it as an exclusive 
Wow, they are pretty upset. I want to know. I want to know the four hundred idiots who are watching this guy live. Like, I, I just don't. I just don't understand um, his takes. <laughs> and you know what? I, this guy, I would like to say that he is. Uh, I, I don't. I think he believes his own bullshit. Like, I, I, I like, I, I can usually tell when someone like, like Reforge. I don't believe him. I think he's just doing it for the clicks. I think he's just doing what he's doing on purpose. I think this guy is just dumb. Serious. Um, yeah, I think this guy's for real. Uh, but anyways, yeah, so Boulder's Gate 3 <laughs> is coming at Xbox this year, which uh, when I put out on Twitter, I had people complaining. They're like, I want it now. I was like, dude, like, come on. Like, I'm, if you, if I'm you happy. Wanted it now, get, yeah. If you wanted it now, you would have got it Say on it. PC. PC. Like all the Bingo. actual Boulder's Gate fans did. So don't yeah. tell me you wanted it now, son. Stop playing. Yeah, exactly. Like you know, what I'm saying? I, I so, mean, nah. here's the thing: <laughs> I want this game, but t- I actually didn't want it now because of all the other crap that's going. I'm gonna be playing, so right. I'm hoping on, that me... this doesn't drop to like December or something. Let me, let me put you like, on some craziness. Yeah, I, go ahead. I Pixel. forgot that I was in the beta for this game in 2020 because <laughs> <laughs> I played it for like a year and then yeah. forgot about it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So I had paid for it three years ago. So when that's they announced funny. that it's not coming out on, play, you know, the uh, the wraparound way that they announced that it wasn't coming on Xbox by not just just not showing the logo or whatever. Right, like, right. I was like, what, what what's going on? And then I check it. I'm like, oh, shit, I already purchased this game. So <laughs> I, not, I may not have gotten it day one. You know what I'm saying? But yeah. So, I mean, but, you know, if you was a Baldur's Gate fan, you would have got this on PC in 2020 when the beta announced because. You're a fan, right? You you about that life. Yeah. So shout out to all the council gamers fronting like this is their game. <laughs> That's crazy. Here, here's the thing. That's crazy. Like, I'm gonna push back ju- just I'm gonna saying, push back like, just just a just little saying. bit because I kind of think uh Boulder's Gate 3 is getting uh a FOMO effect, very much like what Elden Ring had, where I wasn't big into Souls. No, no, games. no, no, no. That's you know it's what I'm saying? fair for you to say it now. I'm I'm talking more yeah. for, so for the cast who was on it. At the since the initial announcement before the yeah. scores came, talking crazy. I'm talking about those guys. Oh, gotcha. gotcha. Anybody I know... after the fact after they scored nine million, it's like okay, <laughs> let me get this game. I get right. you. I understand you have right. a good reason to have FOMO. But for, for I think it's funny that a lot of in the lot council of people... space who never spoke about this game, right. never for y'all cats. Come on, stop playing, man. Stop I, playing. I thought it was funny. A lot of people were saying like the PlayStation guys are gonna like hype this up. Until they play and realize what type of game it is, and go, oh yeah, shit, I made a mistake. Yeah. But but <laughs> but 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 and not to hijack, but even more interesting. Now that this announcement has come, and they're making excuses, and oh, Phil is lying, and we can go, we could talk about how lying works in development, <laughs> right? Yeah. But everybody quiet. Where, where, where's the hype at? I thought y'all, y'all this was y'all game. This is yeah. I tell where you, y'all at, right? Oh, I, I thought it was oh, really cool. Go ahead. Just disappeared. Appeared like a fart, right? Just, <laughs> he smelled oh, it was hot and then it just disappeared. On, on, right. on last week's um, uh, K. Asante on the, on the Circle podcast, shout out to K. Asante. Um, he had made a, a really good observation that um, there's going to be a lot of, you know, diehard Sony fans that think, oh, I need to get this game because everybody says it's great. It's going to be amazing. I'm going to buy it because I can't get Starfield. 
mm-hmm. and they'll buy it and then they'll realize what the return policy is and they'll be pretty <laughs> right. upset that they can't yeah. return a digital game uh, very easily if at all uh, right. oh, no, you can't, you store. Can't if you download it's like 12 yeah. hours right exactly yeah. Um, I, I do want I do want to ask that. So Dutch, you were actually you know at Gamescon when this kind of mm-hmm. started spreading like wildfire. That oh, guess what? Now that it's going to be coming this year, and mm-hmm. Phil Phil said he you know talked to the team. What was that like going around? Did you hear any of this kind of thing on the floor, or what was the talk about? Nope. Nothing. He's like no, because we were concentrating on the damn yeah, games over right? there. Yeah. <laughs> nope. No, honestly, yeah. not. Like, it was more of a like. Oh, looks like Baldur's Gate's coming to, to Xbox. Okay, sweet. Is it? My that was, that was literally... That's that. Yeah. Do you guys, do you nobody, guys think... Nobody really cared. <laughs> do you guys think it's a big deal that it, it's not getting like split-screen co-op or whatever for, this, for the Series <laughs> S? Which, by the way, well, the engineers right have now, said, according to Xbox, they said they were going to work on that. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So it could still oh. happen. It's just me and me and Boxy said this last week on on both shows before we went to Gamescom. We said, "Listen, like the this is this is the likelihood of what's going to happen is they'll the the split screen will take they'll they'll discover it's going to take too long to bring the S. The only workaround is to release it for the X and the S without split screen co op. What they've chose to do is just say, okay, Series X can have it, Series S can't." Um, but we'll continue to work on bringing that to the console later on. Mm. Um, it's exactly how it's turned out. Um, it's a case of yeah, we'll just we'll release it as is right now because the game in itself works. The actual market of of those who and they'll have it. Microsoft have that data. How many people who actually play these split screen modes on console? Okay, it's not point one percent of players. So what's the point in holding these games up like we'll work on it in the background we'll we'll get it ready for some point in 24 when it releases as a mode on series s but up until then you can play it in as as single player i have you seen a single person stream this game in co-op split screen i don't think nope. i have i've not i don't think mm-hmm. i have yeah yeah like it's on go. pc can you can have you, <laughs> is anybody actually play a split screen on pc Ever? Like ever, or nah, just nope. like I don't no. think so. No. Ever? No. It's a modem <laughs> PC. Does anybody use that modem? No. No. Okay. When was the last time? It's much like the cloud. It's a lot like the cloud, isn't it? Dutch. Like no one's using it. It's okay. So everyone keeps asking. Everyone's like so upset about this mode that no one uses. Like I right. never, I never yeah, understand the kickback for it. It's like oh, I'm so unhappy and blah 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 blah. And it comes down to it, and the guy that was so unhappy about it not being there doesn't even turn the mode on in the first place. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Why are you getting so upset about? I understand people want choices, but just put your actual thinking cap on for a second mm-hmm. and logic, and like just think: what is the point in holding up an entire game for a mode that's not used? Uh, there Why? You go. Okay, yeah. Mr. K. Asante, I've only seen it used on Steam Deck to prove it's possible. But even on Steam Deck, it's a mode that has been dis- disabled on the Steam Deck because it wow. can't be run correctly. And someone has hacked the game in order to get it to run on the Steam Deck. Oh, okay. I didn't realize it was okay. I didn't know it was a hack. All right. So that's disabled, that's definitely, yeah, the mode disabled that's definitely on different. Steam Deck. Right. Yeah. All mode right. Disabled so, on Steam Deck. I mean, it's good news. It's good news. Uh whatever Phil did talking to Larry and team but or what, whatever. One, yeah, seems, one thing I will say work. is Yeah. Yes. 
it would have caused more issues for themselves had he bent the rules for parity for one game and said, no, okay, so you just for this game, you don't have to have it in X, Y, and Z, and then they didn't bring split screen in the future, mm. that will open a can of worms for more nefarious companies like EAs and Ubisofts to use excuses. Take advantage. Yeah. Yeah. That's that's the only thing, right? It's another like precedent thing that makes me like worry. Like I, I yeah. really kind of hope that split screen gets on there however the hell they do it. Cloud, I don't care. Um yeah. but yeah, I am a little worried that like, oh boy, you just opened up Pandora's box a little bit. And uh yeah. you know, I don't I don't like see Phil as the liar. Oh, I lied to you. Like I think that's being a little no, dramatic. They had to they had to put in and they have to make sure that that does come to Series S at some point so that others don't try and bend the rules because they're doing it just to make sure this game gets on console in the short term and not mm -hmm. have everybody wait for this game till next year just for a Series S mode that no one uses. Right. So yeah. it's more of a, we'll get it out this year. And personally, I think because of the, the hype of Starfield and Spider-Man and Forza and all of these other big games that are coming out, literally as Baldur's Gate's releasing on PlayStation, by the time the end of the year comes and this game releases anyway, the hype's absolutely dis dissipated. It's gone. Mm. It's a very good chance we possibly see this as part of this marketing thing to get players more interested in Baldur's Gate again, jumping into Game Pass in December because mm. Stalker's no longer there. Um, and that's being shifted out to next year. It's a possibility that they, they use this as a kind of, okay, apologies to the fans for having this issue and get it into game pass for december that would be crazy and you're not the first person that uh has said that to me actually so i would love to see that happen that would be a great holiday game to get into game yeah. pass and like you said there's nothing there that we know of right now not certainly nothing big i'm sure there could be yeah. some great indie games dropping in december but um yeah there's a hole there so you know why not um so guys uh i think we should move on to the reason that i wanted to do this podcast i want to talk about gamescom um <laughs> and uh i think i'll start with ptk uh so I, i'm just curious any any anything like any <clears throat> game at the show that you really got hyped for i know a lot of what was at gamescom mm -hmm. is is stuff we've already seen aware of already. um but there was a there was a there was a decent amount of like new trailers for XYZ for whatever game fill in the blank. But it, was there anything that you saw PTK or anything that excited you uh, from Xbox or from well, any third parties or anything uh, during Gamecom? It could be it could be hardware too. There was some new hardware stuff that was shown as well. So well, I guess the first thing for me is this is the first time in a few years that I was really actually interested in Gamescom. I actually had like a vested interest like in what was going to be shown, even though you're right. A lot of the stuff we already knew was going to be there, you know, but still it was still still great seeing it. You know, it's getting uh, updated trailers and new trailers and seeing new gameplay and answering, you know, devs answering questions that we have, you know, uh, as, as consumers, it's always nice and getting updates mm -hmm. on those things. But yeah, it was a ton of games, a ton of games. Um, I'm black with Wukong getting more gameplay from that. Um, obviously, yes. you know, it's more for, that for year. Yeah, yeah. More of it. I mean, it's, <laughs> I don't know I'm how I'm hearing that, that over I, I, and over and over again. Every single person I've asked that to has mentioned Wukong, including absolutely. myself. Like absolutely. Dave's into it. Like everyone you seems to, to see that game because and go, it, there's something special going on there because it doesn't look real, man. Like, I, I don't know how many times I need to watch it to realize like, this is, this is like, we're actually going to get something like close to that. 
Like, I don't know. Mm. Maybe I need to see another trailer. Maybe. I don't know. Like, I don't know how many times I need to see it. Like, every time it just gets better and better for me. You know, I know they made some tweaks here and there. So that obviously was huge. Um, Crimson Desert actually jumped off the page mm. of me as well, too. Mm. That looked yep. like everything I've ever wanted in, like, Witcher put together with all these other Zelda and everything. Like, there was some insane shit going on in that trailer, man. Mm-hmm. You're talking about riding a horse, jumping off the horse, skydiving, mid-flight, shooting some fireworks, landing on a parade. You know what I mean? Like, all kind of crazy nonsense going on in the world. Um, I The thing about that, though, the only thing I... I is that when they, when they first showed uh, Crimson Desert, it looked like that as well, too. And the game didn't right. necessarily pan out that way. So I have a little bit of reservation, even as great as that trailer looked. I have some reservation that, you know, I'll I'll take a step back and, you know, wait till we get the game in hand and see if it's really that kind of scope, because it looks amazing. Like, it looks like everything we all ever, you know, we've all ever wanted in that kind of game. Right. So um, mm-hmm. that was a great game. Um, I'll, I'll give you I'll give you a thumbs up. It does look like that. And it does. It is that skill. Really? That's see, look, really. man, see. Did uh, see, Dutch did? Did you guys did you get play a, the other the other desert game? Was it Black Desert? What the hell was it? Yeah, called? Black I believe it was Black MMO. Desert Online. Yeah, yeah, it was MMO. Okay. Crimson Desert was meant to be an MMO, and they changed it to make it single player. Single player. Oh, that okay. Good. All right. Yeah, that good. seems legit. So, so when you say that Dutch, you mean like everything we saw? That's about what we're gonna get, right? Yeah, yeah, that's gameplay. Okay. All right. See, yeah. that's, I mean, it I looks mean, great. That's it looks that, insane. I, I, you're basically PTK is basically saying like so far he's two for two and oh, hit my list as well. Yeah, it was my, it was my pick of my pick of opening night live as well. Like when that thing was showing off, it was just insane. We went to ONL as well. Um but yeah. um Jez I know a lot had, of people have reservations because of the yeah. other games. So yeah, I'm glad you're here game, to yeah. kind of be like it's it's yeah, a single thanks. player thing, it's its own thing. Yeah, you know what it I mean? was Jez had behind closed doors to go and see that specifically as well. So the big press had access to some of these things so i'm not sure why they haven't put additional gameplay out for it but big press have mm. seen that behind closed doors jez has seen it and he said no that's that is the skill that is the yeah. gameplay we oh, saw that's, quite that's wild amazing stuff. that's gonna slap yeah. i can't wait to to get my hands on that so i don't i don't want to take up too much time from everybody else so i'll go through quick no, no, you're good. uh the the first descendant time, open beta um yes. i've had an eye on that game yeah. for a very long time i Me know too. it was shown originally at yeah. the xbox showcase which was kind of cool i i know it's not coming to game pass it when it was when it was announced it, it wasn't well that's free to pass. play anyways right it, it is the first, I, I, I believe know? right okay. i believe it's i think free to so. Play, so um yeah. that'll be fine either way i you know so that that kind of really nullifies that point um what else was there that was uh the, 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 the oh uh diablo 4 obviously season of blood you know, we got mm-hmm. another season another trailer one, for yeah. that, another season. And that, you know, obviously I'm still playing Diablo. I don't know how much I'm going to be playing. Obviously, when Starfield comes out, I think everything's going to be on pause for a lot of people. Um, but I, I'm probably still going to buy the season anyway just to have it on tuck because uh, I still want to be able to play something different. Um, you know, because mm. I, I don't as great as Starfield, I feel like it's going to be. I still have my, you know, weekly, daily kind of games that I'll go back and play stuff. And Diablo is going to be one of those. So that really yeah. excited me as well, too. But there was a bunch of other stuff. Uh, I know you we, we talked about Towerborn. Um, mm-hmm. I know that was big for me. That was really, really big for me. And yep. just to hear what you said about it, Dutch, really cements and confirms like what I saw in that trailer and everything I saw coming out of Gamescom, all the you know pictures and they, I know they had a, a game, some gameplay footage as well too, like eight or nine minutes, I believe, um, oh, which yeah. really yeah. looked really fun. Castle Crashers vibes. Um, you know, I, I 
I'm I'm just I just want to get my hands on it, man. You want to get my hands on? Was it next year, right? I believe twenty four. It's next year, yeah. You can actually sign yeah. up for the Insider program as well, and you can um, potentially play that a bit earlier. Okay, so I have to I, I have to do that, but yeah, that's that's about yeah, that's about that would be my highlights essentially. Nice. Yeah, I mean, all all good picks, man. I you're definitely speaking my language right now. Uh, I, I'll go to you, uh, picks a bit. What were some of the highlights for you or anything that stood out at Gamescom? Yeah, I think, you know, PTK, he, he kind of covered it, you know what I'm saying? But but um, uh, on the indie scene, um, there's this um, game called Europa um, uh, from Studio Ghibli that, that uh, looked pretty interesting. Yes. Kind of a, a take yeah. on Zelda, right? But uh, okay. a different kind of art one. style. That looked pretty slick, yeah. you know what I'm saying? So I, I, I like that. And there was a couple of different other... Um, Indies that I, I saw, but I can't remember the names. As well as that tower born looked crazy, like you know, because I, I like to have those the, those smaller games. Um, yeah, to me play too. As the palette cleanser, right? So, um, you know, mainly I think um, you know, to me it was it was more of the indie games that I I was impressed with, outside of like you know the news coming out from the bigger games, as well as mm-hmm. um, that uh, Dark Tide was it, is it Dark Tide coming? It's, yeah, it's coming to Game Pass. Yeah. Uh, finally coming to Xbox. So. Uh, you know, that was a nice, nice little announcement for a game that I played a little bit when it first first launched. Um, so, you know, we'll see how how much they were able to improve it uh, since that time frame. But you know, outside of that, like I don't have any other specific ones. But I thought, you know, just in general, it just was it was nice to have that much news coming out of the show. Right. Updates for like Forza and stuff like that. Right. Just like general mm-hmm. news and stuff. So I think, you know, um, you know, it was very informative. So it's more probably more so for me than other years. Uh, I thought like this was like a, more of an impactful show this year. Um, yeah. So yeah, I thought, I thought it was pretty good. Yeah, I agree. I mean, we got a ridiculous amount. Uh, like Xbox just kind of went all out this year. They yeah. had like I think up to like fifty thousand square feet. Um, yeah, it looked like they owned the whole shore floor. Yeah, crazy. it looked like they owned the whole <laughs> damn thing. It was it was a little odd. I mean, like from our perspective, it looked like that. I don't know from from Dutch's perspective, like how it how it looked in comparison to everyone else i'm guessing no one no one had that even close to that amount of uh, square footage going on but uh we'll we'll go we'll go to yeah exactly we'll go to you dutch uh i I would just kind of i like i would like to like kind of bounce off of just some stories you have or just also just kind of like the feeling is this was this your first gamescom have you gone to or have you been before yeah first gamescom yeah what a what a great first year to go to dude like yeah. honestly like i couldn't have like this this is the year i think to go to gamescom for especially if, you know as someone who's a fan of xbox but can you tell us any of the things that that you saw uh on the show floor that that excited you or you want to go into any of the stuff like you talk about towerborn if you want more or anything else but what excited you being being there uh right you know right there in cologne germany yeah, I think it was just the, the whole vibe of it, um, of course. So uh, Xbox's booth was 50,000 square feet. Um, so it was a it was a juggernaut of, a, of a, a booth, and it really stood out. So as soon as you went into the main, it was the main hall, as soon as you went into the north entrance, you could not miss it. Um, Sega was, as soon as you walked in, it was um, um, Sega left-hand side, um, which had Persona 5, Persona, um, mm, sorry, Persona 3, 3 Real Persona Love, Tactica, Sonic right. Generations, um, 
Endless Dungeon. Um, they had a few games like that there. Um, they had the the next booth up. They had um, the the new like a dragon game. I think it's called The Man That Has No Name or something. Mm-hmm. Ridiculous. Yeah, it's like the man who forgot name. his name or something like that. Is that what it is? Something like that. Yeah, it's a long title. <laughs> yeah. So they had they had that there as well. They had Street Fighter on the other side. And then right at the back of the room, which you, again you couldn't miss. Of course, you got big blue lights of Sega, and then back of the room, just this juggernaut of a an area for for Xbox, which was just massive. Um, mm-hmm. First booth on the left, Forza Motorsport. Next up was um, Sea of Thieves on right beside it. And then beside that was Aura History Untold. Across from that was Elder Scrolls Online and their new Necrom. Um, uh dlc that's coming out so they were kind of oh, doing yeah, a little section on that yeah uh, towerborn was right there juicant was there and, and a few of the other kind of indie games we, course, did you have I, i'm just curious sorry to interrupt you uh on yeah. on juicant were you able to see any gameplay yourself or yeah you could play it yeah you could play it yeah i was just curious a cool, nice that, game. yeah that one looked like it would be a nice little little indie and that's obviously coming to game pass as well so i was just curious yeah if, uh... yeah that's 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 nice relaxing it's not um it's not overbearing it's uh just a chill game it's a climbing game a climbing adventure game little puzzles and things like that so right plays well looks great it's a, a nice palate cleanser shall we say right yeah Big exactly yeah, that game looked really fun yeah um of course they announced at opening night live that um, Age Four was on console. That booth was there and ready to play. Naturally. That's great, man. I mean, I know it's like te- you know, I, I put out on the on the Twitter's a Age of a Shadow Drop, but I got corrected. Like, wow, it's not a Shadow Drop because we knew it was coming. I'm like, oh, okay, whatever, dude. Um, yeah, I guess that's not considered a Shadow Drop per se by definition. But anything that surprises me that comes drops out of nowhere to me is a Shadow Drop. But I think that's a that's a great you know that's a great little give me because they could have they could have pushed out more marketing for that they could have tried to juice uh you know juiced out age four for you know to get more people to play it but just kind of dropping it on the 22nd i thought it was pretty cool um and they've been working on that for a while obviously and uh we we know that i think it was relic is the other team that was working uh with world's edge to get that to come out and they had layoffs yeah. so there was a little scare that we might not see age four for a while, like possibly next year. We thought it might get bumped into, into 2024, but we got it. And uh, I suggest people play it. Cause that is, uh, I don't play a lot of games on PC with the actual keyboard and mouse, but that game I did and I loved it. So hopefully it translates very well to, uh, to the Xbox, uh, which yep. I'm sure it will. Cause age two, I heard nothing good thing about, you know, good things about. So, um, yeah definitely yeah. um yeah also had um cyberpunk uh phantom liberty playing there yeah um of course we had um armored core 6 there at the xbox booth nice um, as well stalker 2 as we've we kind of covered off before mm-hmm. um was there and, and and playable um and of course then you had the demonstration the the 20 minute demo for starfield um mm-hmm. which was which was quite in depth um depends on whether or not people want to hear what that 20 minute demonstration was for because of course people don't want spoilers for the intro of the game but that's essentially what it was so it was the first two hours of the game broken down into 20 minutes 
Um, so it was the entire opening story beat, essentially. Um, so was it more about happened. narrative, or were they also showing you like the mechanics behind the game as well, like the different types of mechanics that are in it, or was it all based on the story? Yes, yeah, so you saw so the opening. I would say the opening 13, 14 minutes was story beat. Um, so it was kind of you as the um, as a miner going down at the mines, um, doing your your day, kind of day to day job. You're being introduced into this company. Um, so then they pull you aside and go, okay, you need to come over here. We've we've noticed this anomaly over here. So you're going to help us kind of figure out what this anomaly is. So you go through the caves, and then the guy, the, the these two kind of um, instructors are saying, okay, well, like the anomaly's just up ahead. So go and investigate that. If there's if anything happens, we're right here. So we'll come and get you. And then you black out, and then that's right. character creator. Um, and then from there, then you you go outside. Um, you speak to the as a lot of people have seen in already some of the cutscenes and things, but you speak to the guy that is like standing next to the ship. Um, he talks to you, he kind of understands that you've had this um, interaction with this artifact in the cave, which made you black out. Um, and then pirates descend and start attacking. Um, land and like drop ships so all these guys jump out and start like having a firefight with you and the guys around this outpost this mining outpost so you grab a pistol you grab your med pack and there's a, a whole gunfight kicks off and like, everyone's involved the eyes and everything's all firefighting away um and everyone was killing everybody it wasn't like there was no dumb ai on screen or anything like that everyone was putting, mm. putting the work down um and you kill this one guy and then that's it then the ship flies off into space, and then essentially you you give chase. You take choose to go up into space. Of course, it's a little one second kind of duration um, between that selecting going into space, take off, and then in space. Um, so there's no no changes, no load screens. Nice. Um, and then as soon as you get in there, um, it's the the crafts waiting for you to get into a, a big space battle. So you go and have a, a big space battle up there, and then uh, when that's done, fly off into the main city, um, and uh, and that's essentially where the the little demonstration ends. But I think what they wanted to do with the the twenty minutes that they give with it was build up the what the atmosphere and the feeling of the game was. Mm -hmm. um, that game is looking mightily pretty, mind, like unbelievably pretty. I think the thing that impresses me the most about Starfield is the illumination. It's the lighting, dude. It looks, it's unbelievable yeah, it how beautiful the lighting is in that game. And I'm yeah. really hoping that they win yeah, our direction. I'm going to keep, keep banging on that. Yeah, on, I mean, on, on one of Dutch's video, you, you mentioned something about the, the, the texture work. Yeah. Mind, uh, you know, giving people some enlightenment on how, how good the texture work was on it. It was like, I've not seen this level of fidelity in in many, if any, games recently. Like the level of <laughs> the level of detail on just the uniforms and just the opening segment, and you, all of you will see it as soon as you boot up the game, anyway. But the level of detail de 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 uh, details that you see in like it's it's better than what we see in the in this video as well that you've got on screen. Mm -hmm. Like the level of detail on the characters, the armor, the 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 weapons. Um, 
the all the NPCs, like all the uniforms. So you can see like the the little little stitching parts on the badges and everything. And then like even when they're like changing position and things, like the the actual textures of it bounce off with the light um, and the light changes. Um, all the different stitches in the fabric across like all the the uniform and things like that, and all the like they've got metal pipe work and things that go to their like backpack or whatever they're wearing, and all of that mm -hmm. has its own different kind of sheen and glow and whether it's rusty or non-rusty, and just the level of detail they've got in the... That's that physical base rendering. Boy. That crazy, man. Yeah. It's crazy detail, but you mentioned the global illumination, this, like, what you've seen even just in these videos, this opening segment really shows it off well, because it's this mm. dark, digi cave, and then you've got these little spotlights that just right. pin down this cave that kind of light it up beautifully. And then you've got, along, coupled with the the kind of detail in the caves, the global illumination, and then you've also got this interstellar-esque kind of wondrous, mysterious space soundtrack that's going off in the background mm. that really builds up the atmosphere that goes through it, and it's just like, this is going to be, this is just going to be something special, this. And it just keeps going, and it just doesn't decrease from that. So, like, even the segments of them doing this, like, it's, it's going to be a serious, serious game. I I am absolutely sure people are going to be blown away by it. Yeah, I mean the thing looks, it looks beautiful. I mean, I, yeah. it's, I'm, my my I mean, one worry seen, was seen this on game. like a big ass screen, like right. they had a big like a huge theater, this massive theater, this really nice screen, big speakers, so you could really hear everything mm. nice and bumpy. Nice um, immersion, yeah, yeah, big immersion and. um the crowd reactions, the public crowd reactions to this game showing off that segment was insane. Oh, like, we seen it and everyone was <laughs> everyone was hyped. And that, obviously I got in when Todd Howard and Pete Hines was there. So they were doing the introduction to the video. Um, and introducing that, then introduced the Fallout TV show. Um, so it was only shown off twice. Um, so I saw that, but... I saw Outside a low res of... version of that. What do you, what, what are your thoughts about the Fallout TV show? We can go back right that back into Starfield insane. if you want. I'm just, I'm just curious. Looks, yeah, Fallout looks insane. They look like they've put some real good effort into that. Yeah, like... it looks like they spent some money. I mean, they got um, yeah. not Christopher Nolan. What's the other the Nolan brother? The other guy from the other the other director the other, from Interstellar. The other Nolan. <laughs> yeah, and they got it. like Lisa Lisa Joy from Westworld as one yeah. of the producers and writers. Uh, they got. I saw Walter Goggins. I saw in the in the footage that you guys saw a very crappy version because it was someone through someone's phone. Um, but I saw him uh, in in the show as well. It looked like he was like a mutant or something. Yeah. There, but well, that that video that was recorded that was leaked was actually at the the same showing that I was at. That was the okay. room that I was in at that time, and it was released at the time than that show because that guy must have posted it the moment we finished watching. Okay. Gotcha. Yeah, because so I saw that, scene. I was like, "Yeah, this looks yeah. real. This is not. This is not fake. It looks." No, I've seen a lot of the stuff on the production be behind the scenes there, and it looks like they are definitely getting the aesthetic of Fallout done yeah. very, very well. Thank you, uh, Jonathan Nolan. Thank you, uh, Amit. Uh, yeah, Jonathan Nolan and Lisa Joy, who both worked on Westworld, on another great show, and that's kind of yeah. what gave me faith in this. Right? It's kind of you got to get the right people onto the onto a show like this from from the top down so yeah I and think, the brother uh, the brotherhood of steel in there as well obviously you've seen the mutant on there 
yeah. but then it's it's also the fact that they, they did the whole kind of city and initial destruction, the initial fallout segment of Fallout, when yeah. they show loads of different nukes dropping on the city and things like that. It was like this is uh, this is high budget. I wasn't sure if they were like gonna do that. PGI. I wasn't sure if they were gonna do the actual nuking, but I'm so glad they didn't like cheap out and just do like the aftermath thing, but show yeah. shit. They showed the actual start of Fallout, yeah. The right. actual start of it, which is really cool. Um, so yeah, I'm I'm really hyped for that. But going back to the the kind of reaction from Starfield as well, outside mm-hmm. of the the press and the trade days, which of course naturally every time somebody went in, you'd hear their applause and things like that. But when the general public were lining up and we were just do going around kind of different booths, meeting with either the hardware team or meeting with developers or whatever we were doing, every time you wandered into that, you knew when a new Starfield showing was on. Because the you crowd, could hear the crowd. Oh, like massive applause, and I was watching I... some yeah. of the the Xbox coverage when they're sitting at the couch and Charlie and everybody's doing a bunch of interviews, and dude, it was you can hear it, and the and the, and from where they were doing their interviews, the the uh, Starfield theater is f- far back, and you can hear people screaming, dude. Like it's coming through their mics. I'm like, oh my god, that must be so annoying for them too in the interviews. But you could hear it was it was like listening to a bunch of people like on a roller coaster all go ah like all at the exact same time. So I don't know what the hell yeah. was going on in that, but it sounds like it was a ton of fun. So yeah, um, and it was crazy to see the lines like that was a four hour queue when people ooh. knew that was just to see the game, not to play it. Wow. That's, like, that's incredible. Insane. Like if people didn't know what the hype was like, and that was public days, that wasn't like us in this little bubble community. We're talking like three hundred twenty thousand people walking through this convention center. Right, right. So the hype behind this game is is insane. If people queue four hours just to watch a twenty minute gameplay demo. Hmm. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm sure a lot of people went there specifically for Starfield too. Yeah, obviously. it says a lot about yeah. the hype around it, right? Yep. Definitely. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. Yeah. Any uh, any tell us about any other experiences you had. I I got to ask you a question. This is a weird one. This is kind of <laughs> going totally off. How did it smell in there? <laughs> when you got three hundred fifty thousand people there, was it yeah. was it bad? I've heard some stories. I'm just like curious. Space like space balls. <laughs> I mean, if you know where it is, if I was in, if you go into like the merch stand or any near the any of the Japanese stands and things like that, yeah, probably probably did because you've got a lot of uwu kind of people that uh, bigger guys. I wear right. all these funky t-shirts, but um, no, me and me and Xbox stand a lot of the main stands and things that are a bit of the open areas. They're fine. Um, they were, didn't smell wise. It was I mean, it right. looked like there was a lot of space <laughs> there. Like every time I was it looking matters. at the crowds, it didn't. And tell me if I'm wrong, but from what I saw, it didn't seem like you guys were. It didn't seem overcrowded. Maybe that's just because of the amount of square footage that was there. But it seemed yeah. like when people were just walking around from booth to booth, it didn't seem that bad it didn't like dis it didn't seem like like disney world-esque type of uh type of it feeling like yeah it was two twos and fro's some at some parts of the day it was okay and then at other parts of the day it was really busy um like couldn't get moved busy um gotcha but uh, it depends depends on when you did it so i mean in between that so, Especially public day, I wouldn't not recommend that to anybody. Public day is just a waste of time. Gotcha. <laughs> let's uh, let's. I, I just want to pull this up real, uh, real quick, and um, let you yeah. uh, describe these couple of pictures. 
Yes, nice. of course. So you've got Boxenberger on the left, of course. You've got John from Xbox Era. Uh, you've got Commodus, which who works for Microsoft, which is just behind John from Xbox Era. Jez Corden in the middle there, Xbox Mick at the back. Right next to him is Forza Irwin, of course. Right in front of Forza Irwin is myself. And you've got Gaz, Ben, and Sammy from uh, the Game on Daily crew. Nice. I knew I recognized the guy to Gaz's right. I'm like, I've seen him in his videos. I was like, <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah they're just used primarily for the source. You never see them on the podcast. <laughs> they right, are sourced. Right. <laughs> so Boxenberger <laughs> is tall. We know that for sure. <laughs> yeah. Yes, he is. Yeah, so I'm, I'm just put it in perspective. I'm 5'8". Um, oh, there so go. there you go. That's uh, AC Bongos or Graham Boyd, as everybody knows him. Yeah, know him. Yeah. Nice. Nice. Good pick. I bet you love this. Oh, nice. Yeah, one of my favorites. Uh, I'm so yeah, glad you got a picture cool. with her. She's awesome. Yeah, yeah she's helping she's, herself. Yeah, she's uh, added added us on Instagram and everything now as well. So um, got got direct connections with them now, which nice. is good because it nice. took a while. But the so funny funny story is about this one is so we obviously we took that picture, put it up on the on the Twitter and and shared. Uh, well, thank. It's been awesome to meet like eventually Melina and the Ninja Theory team. Mm-hmm. Um, so on and so forth and then they retweeted it and then later on at xbox fan fest when everything was dying down and we're kind of just talking to aaron and things like that afterwards um melina and will were standing there from from ninja theory and they looked at us and they like waved and waved us over and they were like now we know who you are <laughs> it's like we only realized <laughs> when you retweeted the picture who the hell you were um and obviously the noise from the the cons the custom console that I created and things like that. So yeah. Um yeah, we've got direct connections now, which is good. So that's I'm fantastic. Gonna, yeah, maybe those connections that the, the, they'll uh, put that beard in the next game, man. Yeah, yeah. that's a first thing Melina. Honestly, Dutch, you could fit, you could that's literally see Dutch right? put him right into that <laughs> game and you would you would not Absolutely you would not for you it, would yeah. not blink an eye. It would well, fit I, fit I, I perfectly. Hope, hope Dutch when yeah. the game comes out that you guys actually get an interview with them when Absolutely. the game actually yeah. comes yeah. out. That that's the first guys. thing Melina did. The first thing Melina did when she when she met us was pull the beard. Awesome. <laughs> oh, wow, nice. First thing. Like Santa Claus or something. Is this real? It's real. It's real. Yeah. So it's like you need some That's face paint on. I was like, yeah, maybe he's another exactly. time. Exactly, you need some more paint, bro. <laughs> right. Let's go. Yeah. Yeah. Um, who's, the t- who's the tomato guy? Because I kept seeing him, and I don't, I don't know yeah, the story behind so that. Irwin, Irwin, Irwin's um, pretty much in charge of distribution and um, and the manufacturing process for tomatoes in most of Europe, if not internationally as well so yeah. these high-end really tasty tomatoes is Irwin's thing so he brought a big box for the team wow that's awesome um, these are really tasty but i hate tomatoes i am not tomato i don't fan. like them either <laughs> i don't these, like them either yeah. but retri these honestly really good are they good <laughs> yeah. really okay wow. i, like I kinda... do not like tomatoes at all these are tasty really like, Oh yeah. man! See, awesome. you never, yeah. So you just gotta, you just gotta get them from the right spot. It's like when I had yeah. Colombian coffee. Like I don't, I don't mess around with black coffee. I, ha- I put a bunch, all kinds of crap in my coffee, all the bad yeah. stuff. And I had Colombian coffee, straight up black. I was like, holy shit! This is what, this is what people were talking about. Like yeah. that, that stuff is no joke. So and that last hey, tomato, you know. that last tomato, that last photo, fucking tomatoes on the brain now. That last <laughs> photo. <laughs> The last photo was um, a meal with, on the left-hand side, you had John Dongleman's, who uh, works at Xbox. Um, the lady with the purple hair, um, she's super cool. She's 
new to the team for Xbox. She works between, um, she's in charge of the marketing for Bethesda on Xbox's side. Nice. I feel like I've um, seen her. Yeah, I feel like I've seen her before. Like she looked very. Uh, right hand side, you've got Matt Chung. Um, he's also Xbox and part of the marketing team as well. So super cool guys. Of course, Aaron Greenberg was there. Uh, mm-hmm. You had Microsoft for Nintendo, uh, Daniel Shikamus, uh, uh, who's the German, um, big German guy as well, and of course Forza Irwin. So super cool. Nice. That was just a nice little kind of meal before we all started on the the very long Gamescom week. Yeah. Um, but that was fan feedback, getting to know people, uh, getting to know community and things That's like that. Awesome, bro. Well, thanks for sharing that, Dutch. I, I, yeah. I, I knew they were on your Twitter, so I didn't think you'd mind me pulling them up. And, uh, no, and it's, uh, it's it's so cool that, uh, like I said, I'm happy for you since since we know you in the community that I know how much meeting those people and, and getting in there and, and you know, because you, you, you are a great content provider and you do amazing artwork as well. Uh, with uh, with your controllers and your systems, and mm-hmm. to be there with those people and to be recognized uh, as as the as the guy that does that, I think that's great for you, man. So I'm happy for you, dude. Your one thing I would say as well about Team Xbox is they they absolutely see and hear everything. Man. Nice everything. Yeah, right, that is true. Like Aaron, when we were having this meal, Aaron, one of the things he asked me because he asked us about oh background and things like that where am i from whether like what's my story now what am i into what am i doing like per like personal conversations but then he was like so what happened to your twitter account that's funny holy moly so i told him and he was like yeah that's that's ridiculous like that's just insane they really do it's a good start again honestly they they know everything and they aaron is just all encompassing like people don't understand how much of an interest he takes in the community so i guarantee as much as you think he doesn't pay attention to some of the things anyone says if you were to meet aaron in real life you would absolutely know of what you've done your content wow. you've put out there the way you're interacting in the community he'll know you as soon as you say who you are you'll be like, oh yeah awesome yeah nice to meet you mm-hmm. he knows it <clears throat> well yeah, i just i just want to say uh, I, I guess i say myself. this um, I, I, I just, I, I gotta, I gotta do this real quick here. Uh, whoops, I, I went to the wrong, wrong pixel. I did. Everybody, there's big sexy right there. That's, uh, that's who that is. Uh, yeah, but uh, I just, I just want to say this one thing. Um, so you know, if uh, if Aaron Greenberg ever watches this, we'd sure love to interview you, Aaron. Whatever we need to do to make that happen, Aaron. <laughs> we love you, and you're the best. That's right. Just you know, that'd be awesome. Throwing that out there. Yeah, anyway, that would be I'm cool. Sorry. Never know. <laughs> shoot your shot. You gotta right? shoot your no, shot. I'm just shoot your shot man. on Twitter and that's let the community right. chime that's in. Stupid. We'll get you that interview. That's too exactly. Cool. That's it's funny. Yeah. You know what it is? It's funny because yeah. when Aaron walks around, he's got all. He's always got like two or three people with him that he's like photographers slash like minders. Yeah. So they're like, no, you can't do that, Aaron. You're, okay, you're good to do that, Aaron. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's, yeah. That's cool. It's like personal PR career. PR's like, got yeah. PR. I love it. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. cool. yeah, Aaron, Aaron does, believe it or not, Aaron does like some messiness at times, but he has to. Yeah, has, man. Pull it back a little bit. Yeah, he yeah. was, he was, he's, he's like a real energizer bunny. I know you talked about that earlier. He's literally all mm-hmm. over the place. When we were at that showcase Nonsense. back in July. It was, he was everywhere. Yeah. You would think there was three Aaron Greenbergs running around, like, 
he was doing yeah. everything. Like you said, he can be a bit off the cuff uh, sometimes as well, too. They got to rein him yeah. in a little bit. So, yeah, he's funny. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I, I watched, uh, we awesome. watched, I uh, had a posting from, from Xbox Air, uh, or Xbox On, sorry, of <laughs> they're interviewing Aaron and he was, t- he was talking about Fan Fest. Uh, and he was being interviewed, and he completely took over the interview and started interviewing another guy from the Xbox community that he uh-huh. really liked. Uh, it was it was hilarious. Like, I I kind of felt bad for the person who was trying to interview him because he just took over the entire thing and he started asking this guy a bunch of questions. It's like the girl wasn't even there. Like, <laughs> That's like so okay, funny. Yeah. yeah, just doing his thing. But uh, but it was yeah. it was great. But like in terms of the entire community, feel like it's. It is legit, and that's what people yeah. don't. I don't think people like to hear that that yeah. like people aren't being paid shills. It's just the mm-hmm. the entire Xbox team, start to top, are absolutely legit. Like we were just yep. sitting outside having some bratwurst and just chilling out and things. Like that. And the next thing we know, we'll get a message from Kelly Lombardi, the head of global marketing for Xbox, <laughs> just like, oh, I, I know you guys are around. Like we're about to say, like come say hello, like. Oh, well, okay. Is it where you're standing? She was like, Oh, I'm at Taubon. So went to meet her at Taubon. That's how we got nice. in with the Stoke guys. And it was like that. And then we were stand again later on, standing outside, just again having some food and things like that. James Shields just happens to stand beside us, like, hey, all right, James, what are you up to? <laughs> and then he comes wow, like he cool. walks away. We just finished chatting, he walks away, comes back, and he's like, Actually, are you you guys free for half an hour to have a meeting about hardware? Because we we need like uh, we like need feedback. feedback on the hardware and everything. That's it's like, yeah, cool. yeah, shoot yeah, us, like, just shoot us when you're free. So then we had a, what was meant to be a half an hour meeting turned into an hour long meeting. They actually cancelled right. the meeting because they had so much info from us. That's cool. Um, that's cool. Sort of really in depth meeting about that. But that's what they're like. They like, they're super active. Like they're always like talking to everybody, and it's all completely genuine like none of it did you let them know that we need a portable like do we that we want a switch version of the xbox or are we just talking (laughs) he can't discuss that i want to know that's crazy no 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 no. look at him looking away Uh, right yeah right we're not even but seriously let me take a conversation just a second hold on hold on you heard it but you didn't hear it no 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 we're not getting anybody in trouble so what i was gonna i'm just playing but what i was gonna say is that welcome out to the over uh 130 people in the chat thank you all so much for being here we have Mav from Fun Speculation that jumped in and joined us too. Hey, what's buddy? Up, Thank up, you man? so much for being here. He was he was busy earlier tonight. I believe he was on the uh, Fonz's show, which was which is yeah, awesome. Was, so, yeah, yeah. Was, so yeah. so it's great to have you on here in in the in the chat. And uh, man, what what a great community! What a what a awesome! I just, I, I love the community. I love the people about it. I love everything about it and then and then plus uh, i'm so glad you had a great experience dutch and i know i know uh ptk you were at the uh, games fan yeah. that was a few months back I, I, yeah. a, you have a great picture you put a couple of pictures up of that i don't know yeah. why you don't put yourself on camera i'm just saying but you know you're a handsome guy but uh, but that's okay yeah. <laughs> <laughs> i'm not putting you on the spot man I'm just messing. it's all good but uh but no it's uh so i'm not really sure where we left off or, or do we want to just go ahead and jump on to another subject or, or what, what yeah. do we want to do retri as, as it's uh, uh well i, I was gonna ask dutch life. if he had any other stories like about gamescom that maybe weren't directly uh like video game related just just i, I maybe yeah. just well, about the actual experience the event. you know what i mean yeah, yeah the event itself yeah i'm just yeah curious. of course so I'm Again, as I, mentioned before, you. <laughs> as I mentioned before, as content creators um, or as trade or as press or anything like that, X, uh, Gamescom is absolutely worth 
everybody's time and money to go and experience um it for the connections alone that you build not just with xbox but through we on even in the airport on the way back we we bumped into like three different pr guys for um for different publications and different um games publishers then we're just like oh yeah yeah like we'll hook you up with keys with these different indie games and things like that and this was just on the flight back like right, all these yeah. people based in the uk that'd been at gamescom and it's the connections you build throughout with everybody there that really enhances everything. I guess the amount of people that I've met this last week has been absolutely insane, and everyone's been super genuine. Um, the people I've met, of course, as you, as you mentioned, is with the likes of Gaz and Jez and all of those. The first, the first thing that everybody thinks is when you meet somebody that you've been speaking to online for, for years – is are they going to be the same people in person? Are they going to be completely different? Mm, right. Yeah, and it's we're all exactly the same, and we're all had the yeah. same humor. And like John from Xbox Hero was super cool, and and he had his partner there as well, and she was cool. He was his PA for the week. Oh, that's <laughs> uh, awesome. Yeah. <laughs> um, but no, everyone was super cool. We kind of did their own thing. Everybody could kind of go off, and you'd you'd be like Mick from our guys. He was just floating around with the Sea of Thieves crew and things like that all the time, and. It was just a really cool community experience, but for for networking, it is unbelievable. Um, mm. So many good things to pick up from that. But as a negative, uh, public days do not even waste your time. If you plan on going on public days to try and play games, it's not worth it. It's worse than Disney. Like Black Mist, just, just the lines, the lines itself was just yeah. Well, Black Mist Wukong on trade day was like almost three hours long on a on trade day, and on That's... a public day, at, as soon as the doors opened, we went to Black Mist to try and catch it before it got super busy, and it was already five hours long. Holy crap! That's crazy. Xbox, get that on Game Pass, dude. Get that on Yo, Game Pass. For I'm just real, saying. like. You really, I think of, they're of really the gonna drop it back. Scene, like from the U, yeah. you know, from UE5, uh, you know, whenever that game is, whatever year that game was shown, that was the most next gen game we saw, as far as I'm I concerned. Know. Like, it's yeah. been just a next gen game the, for and, years, and, 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 yeah. and, and not just because of the visuals, right? It's just the like the cinematography, like the way that the cinematography, the, game, the combat, like, the way yeah, you can the see combat, the hair, like the hair, it, the hair on so like wild. the bad guy that was just the, like waving the, around. The, the I'm like, floating, everything is impressive. The floating blood as he's as um. You know, as they're fighting in blood, right? And it's like all oh, it's just, just the waves are like uh you know moving and everything. It's like, oh it's just that game looks crazy. So I, I really hope they, they 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 I really hope they hit the target on this and please yeah, was, so I mean, too, man. please make sure it's on that. We gotta we gotta we gotta make UE five sound good again. Like it was like the it was getting all this praise and now it's getting shit right on now, constantly. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So the game was playable, of course, although we didn't bother waiting five hours to play it. Yeah, um, hours, the game was playable. Time. It was on PC, so it was playable on PC. Um, but yeah, a lot we of still don't know, Dutch. I'm not uh, sorry about this, but we do we know if it's coming to console at all? Yes. Yeah. Oh, it is it's for sure. Okay. PC, Xbox Series X, S, and PlayStation Five. Okay. All right. I, yeah. Excellent. Excellent. Yeah. So that's good news for you. Yeah. Um, yes. But overall, um, the conference was absolutely ginormous. Like that thing is. Um, just massive. Um, it was probably about ten halls full of different trade sections. You had one that was literally just for business, and that was to do interviews and things like that. 
Um, that was at the very back of the long hallway. They had a massive merch hall that was like 50, 60 merch stalls deep. Ooh, and it could Jesus. have been like statues or pop characters or cups and pens or T-shirts or gaming peripherals, whatever it was. It was like a massive warehouse full of, of resellers and things like that. So that was massive. You had something equally as large for just indie devs. <clears throat> really? A hall just full of indie developers where, from different countries. You had like uh, indie developers, Portugal, indie developers, Brazil, indie developers, Belgium, Germany, so on and so forth. And that was just a massive, massive hall full of just indie devs and indie games. We're talking like little one-man developers and things with a tiny right. little computer trying to showcase his game. I'm guessing you got um, a lot of cards from that one because of what you do yeah, for the indie yeah. side. Yeah, that's like, a great I'll take your card. I'll that's take your card. I'll take your. Yeah. Well, for me, it was getting the it was the publishers because they're the the best ones to get it in with because the, the yeah. devs don't really do any of that PR yeah, work. Yeah, that's them, true. So, that's true. Yeah. Um. So they hook up with publishers and go from there. But then it's trying to, and I know a lot of people, especially out of the press people, outside of the big ones, don't book in loads of stuff because it's impossible to keep up with because things run mm. over um yeah I, I missed a couple with wired um because there was with um the xbox guys um having a meeting so i missed a couple there so i had to apologize to them and said listen I, I can't miss this one they were just like oh we'll just stop by when you can and we'll we'll, we'll fit you in but yeah it's just it's the organizational thing is um trade days um press days is the absolute if you go in there as a creator it's absolutely fantastic if you go in there just for general public i wouldn't waste your time you're not you're not going to play any games um okay. so i'd recommend if you are going go as go as creators um or how, how was that process how was that process getting like how do you do you have to get approved to be considered a creator like how, was it hard to do that like yes yeah, so we went we went through the trade route so we went under um game on daily um okay we went under that branch because of course naturally for us even though boxenberg is like five six thousand um i'm like two and a half thousand or something now um we we didn't get it we didn't get in as creators so we went through trade um, and okay. went into game on daily um and no xbox era got in as official press now but um it's part of the reason we're going to go and, and look into getting a, a website and everything set up because that's more looked into as a publication and press than it is ah, anything else. Much easier okay. to do it that way. Um, creator is complete look at the draw. You could have a 1,000 right. subs. You could have 50,000 subs. It makes no difference. We've seen people get declined with 100,000 subscribers. And we wow. saw people get accepted with 100 subscribers. So... It really did not matter what size it was. It was just whatever. Okay. Um, but that was this year, and I don't think it worked to their best ability because when we went in, there was all manners of people there that clearly weren't doing anything productive. Mm -hmm. Like it was families with kids on trade day. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah, yeah I would have been like, and then we saw you, people in like on, cosplay and yeah. things on trade day, and you're like, I understand the cosplay for public days, but like, what are you? In terms of content creation and, and getting game footage, what are you doing? Because you're yeah. not clearly here to do that. And that's what Trade Day is for. And the likes of Xbox and, and a few other big guys were saying, Yeah, we had we've had complaints from big press like that they can't get the footage, they can't get near some of the games because it's just too crowded. Mm. Um 
and Xbox were the only ones as well at Gamescom that segmented off the entire first, the morning portion of the trade day to only press. So you could only <laughs> go to the smart. Xbox booth between 9 and 12 as press, and they wouldn't let anybody in unless you were completely sealed off. Um, so beyond that, then it got ridiculously busy and you couldn't capture anything, you couldn't do anything. Um, mm. So that's that's when it got difficult. So I think they messed up on, on the trade day a little bit with the types of creators they let in. So I think they need to refine it a bit more and look yeah. at what the content is and not just let these TikTokers on that dress up. <laughs> as much as right. that... As much as that's cool, like you, you need to, I think they need to really dive into some of some of these people and, and make sure that they actually create content that's relevant to what Gamescom is. Um, yeah, I mean it's it, important. That's how we're getting all. That's how we're getting yeah. all the good information. We are online. That's what that that doesn't just serve the people at Gamescom. It serves the way more people beyond the three hundred fifty thousand that are at Gamescom. Yeah, well that's what the that are watching for as well. Exactly. Yeah what the right. public days are for um, you, that's when you, your cosplayers and everybody have fun and so on and so forth but those cosplayers aren't capturing footage they're not writing articles yeah. they're not doing anything that's re- like about the games that are being shown off there that are there for the trade first of all so right. it was a bit of a mess up it was a little bit of a letdown there um, opening night live was a, was a funny one as well that was a funny one okay um, how, how, do you, how do you mean <laughs> Uh, can can you elaborate? I guess is yeah yeah of course. So we <laughs> we got the so open night live was eight eight p.m. European time when that, when the show started. We got there at about twenty five past seven, um, and they closed off the drink stalls and the snack stalls and everything, and yeah. a half an hour beforehand, and they wouldn't open them, wouldn't serve anything. So it was it? It was done. And you sat down. And then you had spotlights in your face all the way throughout the show, so you couldn't see anything. <laughs> How, where, where, where were you in the in the crowd? Essentially, like, were you mid? Uh, like, or were you in the in back? The middle. Like, in the middle. In the middle. Okay. Yeah, right next to the teleprompter with all the writing on. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> right. Were you able to? Were you able to meet uh, Mr. Keeley or Jeff? Or were you? No, or, uh, no, no. No, I wouldn't. I wouldn't have either. To be fair, but no, no, he's <laughs> not a big loss. <laughs> He's an in and out kind of guy. He does not mess around. Yeah. Like he does his show and then he goes. Uh, he's not sticking around for anybody. Yeah. Um, yeah. Of course, Zach Schneider was there, as everybody knew. But the opening mm. opening light live was cool. That was a good intro. Obviously, you start off with Starfield. You kind of almost mm. segmented into Crimson Desert. You had Black Myth. You had a whole bunch of awesome games at the beginning of the show. Right. And then it into loaded like Japanese titles and things like that and then really weird titles and then it brought it back a little bit at the end with the Alan Wake and things like that but mm-hmm. uh, the, the whole middle segment there was people just getting up and wandering off and going to the toilet and chilling out a bit and kind of went flat uh, that, yeah. I don't know whether that showed in the stream at all but it, it got a bit flat in there there wasn't the atmosphere that people thought it probably would have been and I think gotcha. it doesn't help that Viewing, how long, how long was that for you? Like, obviously, it started at eight. Felt obviously, long. you sat down before that. But would you say it's too long? Oh, okay. Felt long. Um, the, so even then, it's not that enjoyable to watch it from, from the crowd either. Um, yeah. Because they've got three screens. So they've got two screens on either side. And then they've got a big screen in the t- top middle. And then yeah. the stage. What Xbox usually do when they do their conferences for people is 
the giant screen behind them on the stage is yeah. for the game. And it's yeah. massive. It's like 100 plus foot, so you can't miss it. Right. But at the Keely UNL, it's a tiny screen up in the air. And lights go dark and you have to look at this screen in the middle. It's like maybe it's a 90 inch screen or something like that. Just plunked up there, but you're sitting all the way back. So you, okay, I can kind of see I it. love that you're saying that yeah. because when I was watching it, I, I was staring at it and going, I think that screen's too small. It was one of the first things I thought of. So yeah. now I'm I'm glad you're kind of reiterating that and kind of like Absolutely. what the experience really was like. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, and it and it, it just didn't it just didn't work as much. You couldn't really hear any like especially when Keely was talking, you couldn't hear nothing because people were just like especially at the front going, you know, like fangirling over him and things like that. Mm. <laughs> yeah, Woo-hoo! you're like I can't. Hear you sure that wasn't for you, Dutch? You like, make what's yeah. going on here. Yeah, <laughs> like you couldn't hear ninety percent of the stuff that Zach or anybody was saying on on that stage because got you. The microphone was low and the crowd was boisterous. So yeah, it was. Eh. I'd recommend, okay. especially if you're going for Gamescom for the first time, try it. It's not expensive. It's like twenty five dollars for a ticket. Um. So yeah, Man, go and experience it. See what you think for yourselves. <laughs> Yeah. Get there early and get a drink. Um right. <laughs> yeah. Three thousand dollar round trip ticket, but uh twenty-five bucks. Right. That's day. see, that's the thing. Yeah. The ticket's cheap. It's the it's a damn flight for me. I'm in South Carolina. Yeah. Like I can't be I fair, haven't looked it, it up it's yet. The community, I think the community yeah. thing the, the community thing and, and meeting with all the different people from, from both Xbox and, and getting contacts from different companies. Um Really, all of that stuff is is well worth the trip in itself. The community in itself speaks to itself. It was such a good laugh, and of course, if you all apply for Xbox Fan Fest, there's all always an opportunity you get that awesome awesome night as well, which was three hours of full access to the Xbox booth to play all the games um, as much as you can. Um, free drinks, free food. So you just go and enjoy yourself, interact with the community. And Phil Spencer was there. If you want to go meet him, you can mm-hmm. AC Bongos and Aaron Greenberg and all the different Xbox guys and Molina. So everybody's there hanging out, drinking beers, um, just chilling. So Xbox Fan Fest is also worth it. You can, again, you can just apply for that. You win tickets. You don't have to buy any tickets. Um, and that gives you full access to the Xbox booth as well. So there's there's reasons to be there beyond just gamescom and a massive part of that community as right. a, i couldn't kind of stress that enough it's really hard to put out there because people just think it's like as i mentioned before people like think it's, it's fake it's not it's genuine fake. yeah yeah. No, it's, yeah it's definitely not fake yeah it's that yeah. i i know it's not fake I, yeah. i've seen it we we've lived it like we know doing podcasts and the people who reach out to us outside of our podcast and just dm us just to just to talk like we know yeah. it's real you know what I mean? So and shout out actually some some guy we were sitting in the Starfield presentation. <laughs> and shout out to whoever this guy is, because I still didn't catch his name. And he said he he doesn't really go on Twitter or anything like that, but he's he he's in different someone someone's Discord. And I can't remember who it was. I think it might have been either Xbox Era or um Jez and Rand's podcast or whatever it was. And he just sat down next to me and, Ir- me and I think it was me and Irwin or me and Boxy. It was me and Boxy actually a second because I went in for a second time to watch it with Boxy because he hadn't seen Starfield. Um, so we both sat down and then this Irish lad came up and sat beside me and he was just like, wondering Dutch, uh, Boxy. I was like, hello. <laughs> he was like, big fan of your work. I'm not going to disturb you because I know you're busy. 
I was like, yeah, what, yeah. what are you talking about? I was like, well, it's fine, just talk. <laughs> like, I don't, yeah. I'm not this big famous guy. <laughs> but thank you. <laughs> That's so that awesome, was that man. was weird. That's weird getting those kind of things. Like I'm only yeah. like two thousand subs or something, man. I'm not like I'm not a creator, as it were. I'm uh, just well deserved. You're special to someone. You're always special exactly. to someone, though. Besides your strange. mother, <laughs> you're our rock strange, star, buddy. Strange, strange thing, I tell you. It's, yeah. I don't think I'll get used to that. But yeah, it's, <laughs> whoever you are, thank you. I hope you enjoyed your time. <laughs> yeah, there you go. There you go. All right, Richie, we got kind of close to wrap up time. So, what yeah. are, anything else you want to cover before we, before uh, we move on? I got something I not, can play if you if you want. Not too much. I just want to go over like some of the announcements that we got during this because Xbox was just kind of on a roll. So I'm just gonna kind of yeah, yeah, plow through, through those. All, yeah. Some of the stuff that was coming out to Game Pass. Obviously, we got Age of Empires four. You guys know that, but we also got a date for one I've been waiting for: Warhammer 40k Dark Tides coming to Xbox Game Pass. October 4th. It's been on PC Game Pass for a hot minute, actually, um, and got kind of delayed on the on the console. It was finally coming out very soon. Uh, I think you guys are probably going to like that. I think they had some issues with with the uh, with the console edition of that, so I think that's why it got delayed. But we got that coming. We well, got to Jusant. be fair, they had they had some issue with the PC version too. Well. <laughs> <laughs> That you're not wrong. Uh, I did play it on PC. I didn't have as many issues as everyone else did, but there, yeah, there was definitely some issues on the PC. Um, still, I think a very good developer, still a very good game in my opinion. So I think, I think people are going to enjoy that. It gives me uh, Left for Dead vibes. So I think that's the closest game I've played in a long time. That kind of feels it gives me that feeling. Uh, we also got Jassant coming to Game Pass on October 31st. So a lot of these that yeah. we didn't know about, we're getting dates for. So that's another cool, relaxing game that I think people are going to like. Uh, we got uh, Dungeons of Hinterberg coming. Game Pass 2024, question mark. There's a lot of these. There's a decent amount of 2024s that we don't quite know uh, when they're going to drop exactly. But next year is going to be stacked, too. We're going to have some great uh, first-party games coming. And we're going to have a bunch of third-party deals as well, including this one, Towerborn, which is one I'm like, super excited about uh, coming to Game Pass sometime in 2024. We don't know when, but it's coming. I don't think it's too far away, by the way. I don't think, yeah. Uh, it, well, you, you, you would know. Yeah. Nice. Uh, felt... he's, I think he's, that game's almost pretty ready to go. Like, yeah. So maybe maybe Q1, Q2 probably yeah. the latest, hopefully. Uh, we got Persona 3 Reload. Uh, we got a date for that finally coming February 2nd, 2024, coming to Game Pass for anyone who's interested in that one. Uh, we did hear from Stalker. They're saying now Q1 of 2024. Um, so we'll see if, if they can hold on to that. Obviously, if they can't, no big deal. Like, take your time, guys. You know, we, you know, First impressions matter in, in the gaming industry, so, you know, no rush on that one. Uh, we got uh, 33 Immortals. That's that game that literally can have 30, 33 players play together. That's coming 2024. Uh, this one was kind of a surprise, Citizen Sleeper. Uh, we had Citizen Sleeper 1 on Game Pass, or still is Game Pass. It's getting extended on Game Pass in case you want to try it out before you play the second one. Uh, we just know that's coming. I don't maybe 2024 i'm not really sure um party animals arise on game pass september 20th i think this game could be big uh oh, yeah. I think this is going to be a great party game i have a feeling this is going to take off you can clip it i could be totally wrong i just i just got a feeling about this game i watched the guys um xbox on play this they were laughing the entire time they were having a great time playing this like non-stop yeah, they played it, it for crazy. a while 
Um, so I think this it's is going game. to be the it's next Fall Guys it hit, looks fun, in, in yeah. my opinion. It looks like yeah. a fun game. So I'll be drinking and playing that live on stream so you can, you know, make fun of me later. <laughs> uh, we also got Cities, I always say this wrong, Cities Skylines 2. Uh, that's arriving on Game Pass October 24th. I know a lot of people uh, like that series as well. Uh, this one I'm looking forward to, and this is the last one that I got. There are some other games. It was a pigeon, pi pigeon game, I can't remember, but uh, Still Wakes the Deep, which is kind of like a horror-esque game. I think it's kind of based off of like Kubrick, like Stanley Kubrick type of vibe. Uh, so that's yep. coming into Game Pass early 2024. That's a lot of stuff. Uh, Xbox, without a doubt, like came out swinging on a year that was like, well, we're going to take advantage. We're going to take the most amount of square footage we've ever taken. We're going to have the biggest booth we've ever had. We're going to show all kinds of stuff. PlayStation ain't here. It's time to shine. Go Team Green. So it, it's it's good to see that they're fighting back, man. You know what I mean? Like ABK deal is this close for being done the the ship the ship is turning guys like i know we've been waiting we've been patient for a long time as xbox fans but i think the patience is finally you know i i think it's finally coming i think that this is gonna be a, this is a great year we got starfield in four days like i'm, I'm hyped i don't know about you guys but um that game's gonna take my life away oh one one thing i don't know are you guys interested in the starfield rap the, the uh thing for the series x that goes, goes around the custom, no? the custom <laughs> I, I think it looks great. Dutch doesn't need one. <laughs> oh, that makes right. his own. Yeah, he, he does his yeah. own. That's yeah, right. That's true, he can, yeah. yeah, that's true. Yeah. He paint the whole console. But yeah. with that, but uh, that who don't do that. Yeah, ordered immediately. That uh, <laughs> yeah. that there conversation go. there. I got I gotta uh, I gotta pull this up here. So yeah, our I, I brought him up earlier. I got to bring him up again because it just kind of leads into your so far, what so you're talking about. Um, okay. Yeah, <laughs> right, that's no. not what I expected. Well, oh, he's getting two times, two oh, times a night. Well, and, and the thing is, it just happens Let's to be go. talking about the marketing. He uh, is he is a little upset that everybody is now talking about Starfield, and it's and people need to be talking about Spider Man too. They have a bus in Germany too, by the way, right? I'm just, you know, dude, I'm just sitting here patiently waiting for Sony to really kick off the marketing in a huge <laughs> way for Spider-Man Two. I've I've been seeing that the, uh, I've been seeing that the 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 marketing for, uh, and not just the marketing, but the conversation in general for Starfield is really heating up, as you know, is to be expected. And I just, I still am maintaining this curiosity of like. What is, what does Sony plan to do during this time where Starfield is in the limelight? Is Sony planning on just kind of like sitting back? We got Baldur's Gate three, we're good. We'll kick off the marketing hype cycle sometime in, uh, you know, in mid September or something. Or are they gonna they gonna start now? Uh, I'm I'm very curious to see. Because I don't know, man. I feel like Sony's been doing this with their big games lately. Like they. I, Sony could just keep the hype going for Spider-Man 2 from now until launch, but they're seemingly just like, you know, they're they're just playing it very conservatively, it, it seems. Hmm. Does that what it Which, seems? I'm not going to lie. I kind of wish they wouldn't. Yeah. I'm sure you kind of <laughs> wish they would. You can literally, I'm literally witnessing the hamster wheel is just like slowing the F it's down. It's spinning in his head, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's so, the thing, right? Like, what, what does... 
Sony doesn't need to market Spider-Man, right? They don't. It has the a biggest superhero on Earth. What are yeah, you talking about? Dude? It has he, a built-in market. One tweet, and that thing is good to go. Come on, man. So, but, you know, they're... If he's upset now, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just wait till the game comes out because you know Starfield sounds like one of those games that people are going to be talking about and playing for, for many, many yeah. t- months. It's not going to yeah. be just oh a, a week of hype. It's going to just keep rolling. So. Can I ask this question yeah. real quick? Yes, go for it, brother. So I and this is just full disclosure. We're all shooting the shit here, and I does mm-hmm. answer as good as you can, brother. Right. You, you might have some additional information, but answers gives you how close are we? How, how close do you guys feel about that? Like, you guys feel like it's going to be that? And just individually here, I just want to hear from everybody. Like, as far as Starfield, is it going to like reset the generation? Yeah, it's going to be, it's going to be a big, a big, big one. It's this. I haven't heard from a multitude, even outside of the the xbox centric influencer guys i haven't heard a, a, an ounce of negativity around what's being played um it's a super positive sentiment so i would be hyper hyper surprised if this thing doesn't really smash it out the water when it when the reviews drop this week mm. it's uh it's definitely it's definitely the the big thing that people are expecting it to be put it that way yeah mm. I agree. I, a, after watching Starfield was a game that I had to do a little bit of moonwalking on. I said I didn't think it was going to be a system seller, and I've completely 180 after watching mm. the 45 minutes of the masterpiece that was all the footage yeah, that we saw from Bethesda. I think this is going to sell a lot of units, Game Pass or not. Like we know, we know there's like 25 to 30 Game Pass people. Uh, but what we've seen is a ridiculous amount of people upgrade to the to the premium edition to play it early for thirty thirty dollars. None, no, 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 none of us had to do that. Nobody really yeah. had to do that. You know what I mean? We couldn't. We we could not wait. They just made a ton of money, even though you're already paying for your subscription. And just they, off they of that also extra thirty dollars. By the way, during every showing of Starfield at Gamescom, they were like. And to play it early at early access, you can if you've got Game Pass, you can buy the premium subscription and it's only 30, and that gets you access to the full game plus the premium and early access. Yep. And they stress that every time they put that on. And mm, even Irwin, who's not a big Irwin's a big racing guy, he plays games, so sure. But even he wasn't really that uh, about Starfield. Then he watched mm-hmm. the demo. And what first thing he said to me, midway, not even at the end of it, midway through watching it, he was like, can you get the premium thing a bit like you can with Forza and just play it early? <laughs> I was like, yeah, yeah. He was like, I'm doing that. Uh-huh. <laughs> Straight. Think, are finished. Oop, nice. Got the premium edition. I think you're going to watch Starfield have the Elden Ring effect. I think you're going to so. see that everyone was like, oh, I've never that, that for Elden Ring was the first for a lot of people. A lot yeah. of people got FOMO on that and was like, well, I got to try this thing out. Um, I think I think Starfield is going to do that. I think yeah, it's going to do Sky, numbers. You know, so Skyrim game is going to do numbers. It's crazy sure. to think that in a year, which I consider, I don't know if you guys agree, I think this is easily the, the best year in video games that I've ever experienced. Like from a quality yeah. standpoint, Agreed. as far as literally a year, game dude. of the year, quality uh, game, uh, every just, single uh, month. 100%. Num- well, I would technically agree. Numerically, we've gone through the numbers. There are better years. 
Oh, just okay. Well, I mean, I mean, like, depending on like, the scale. Are you talking like 2007, 
That was straight from Phil's mouth. We had everybody on this. Right. Yeah. So. Yeah, he did. Yeah, because when they're talking about Redfall versus mm-hmm. Starfield, they're like, well, they, the engineers, I mean, everyone was look. there for him from, <laughs> from the, the get go. <laughs> Sorry to bring yeah. that, that, that no, up. No, it's but, all good. Uh, uh, yeah. This game is sitting number uh, two definitely. on Steam right now, right? So, and it's yeah. going to be a, it's going to be a, it's going to be a multi-leg kind of game, right? Because we're we're just we're, we're bracing now for the game proper, right? The, you know, right. Which yeah. We'll experience the game the best of ones to experience, right? Mm-hmm. Whatever yeah. dynamicness of it, right? But this is a game that that also is about like um, people's imagination, mm-hmm. and yeah. what's going to happen is the modding is going to come. Oh my eventually. goodness! I yes. forgot all about right. that pixel. Yeah. So that's why I get it downloaded on PC. I all about it. Yeah, we're just getting a taste <laughs> right of now. it. I mean, that's why like I'm yeah. already like I I had the Constellation Edition already. I pre-ordered the the um you know I, I ordered the uh premium edition as well right for Game Pass. I'm probably mm-hmm. gonna get it on Steam eventually as well, like just for the modding. So it's like this game is gonna have some legs on it. You know what I'm saying? It's not it's not just a it's gonna it's gonna appear people are gonna talk about it. It's gonna be it appears people talking about it. And then it's gonna keep getting life because like they said they're gonna they're gonna be supporting this for like a decade. So. Yeah. Yes. I mean, think about it. it's it's it's, it's it's literally the perfect game for DLC. I can't think of a better oh, setup than you can make another planets. universe, another planet. <laughs> and by the way, Pete Hines <laughs> told us planet. you can make your own damn planets, like uh, probably yeah. like through yeah. through yeah. through yeah. mods, it's like, stories, dude, quests, everything. Yeah, it's yeah. it's literally infinite, like space. Like they yeah. can, this game can last for a long time if they wanted to. So, hey, Red, you re- yeah. read that super chat real quick. Oh, my me. buddy. What's up, Silent? Silent Cypher with the $5 super chat. Oh, I'm, I'm going to go ahead and wait until 2024. <laughs> <laughs> the title menu. I already know what he's right. The title Silent, menu yeah, being so basic. You basic, basic title menu. <laughs> Kill these shows that the game is going to be a flop at launch. We always make, we always talk about this. Two out of 10. Yeah, two out of 10 for the, uh, for the menu, like, and I'm 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 someone. I'm, we make we're poking fun, but touch I wood. one <laughs> one of the things hashtag touch wood. hashtag touch wood from Cipher. One of the things I, I absolutely you're, you're love trending, that that this game is doing is the is the simplistic uh, UI. Because as I'm getting older, I'm playing games like Fortnite. I'm like, where the f- where, what the fuck do I do? Where is the thing? Like, there's just too much on the damn screen. So I'm I'm an advocate for this pulling it back, making it simplified. And and and, there, and and Starfield did that across all their systems on all the UI. You you can see like when you're making your character on ev- and shipping ev- on your ship, everything. That UI is even in the website for folks that are confused exactly. about the UI. That design yep. language is being carried That's across. That's on purpose. Everything, right? So it's not everything. like, oh, we were being lazy. Whatever idiot said yeah. that, right? It's not. It's it's actually the design language they use it for everything. So, uh, do you guys yeah. hope we get a um like a companion app at some point or no? Yeah, okay. are, yeah. The, the part of the companion app is on the on the um CE edition, oh. right? So the the uh, the watch actually ties into right, the game. I was gonna say the watch. Yeah, right. the watch oh, actually gotta, ties gotta, into gotta. the game, so it gives you like status, uh, like um <sighs> the physical statuses as well as like what planet you're on and stuff like that. So. They have, I guess, but do you, know, ha- do you have to have? Out. Do we? Do you know Pixel? If you have to have the watch to have the companion app, or can we yeah, just? At, we'll yeah, as, of, like as of now, all, all I've seen is okay. that it's on the on the the watch. So hopefully they extend that because it's, it's an Android watch, I, I believe. So you know, right, it right. should be an extended to, to everything else. So yeah, awesome, pretty cool. I, I can't. Oh wait, my dude. gosh, I'm so pumped. What a show, guys! Wow. Yeah. 
awesome. We're 130 people still here right now. Thank you all so much for being here today. Uh, I love each and every one of you, man. I, I mean that. That's mm-hmm. so awesome that you guys are taking your time out of your night to join us. And uh, and as we as we as we wrap things up here, I definitely want to uh, go around the horn and uh, give everybody their flowers. And I want to start with Dutch in case he wants to dip on out because I know he is oh, I'm tired. I'm but uh, but right. Dutch, yeah. we're going to start with you first, if you don't mind, sir. Dutch, yes. thank you so much for being here. Please tell everybody where they can reach you. All the stuff for all these uh, wonderful uh, guests are going to be in the description below, so definitely want to check that out. But we always like hearing from you first, man. What's up? Yeah, of course. So obviously you can uh, find me everywhere at Wondering Dutch or Wondering Dutch X on the X now. Um, so, yeah, at the Xbox social handle, um, <laughs> <laughs> which Wondering Dutch X is perfectly fitting now. It is. Um, yeah, and obviously this week has been just Gamescom content on my channel. Um, so we've got the Starfield trailer, which I put out last week. We've got the um, the Forza Motorsport brand new gameplay footage that recorded at the um, Gamescom booth. So that's up on the channel. Um, we've got now the um, Towerborn um, hands-on impressions video that went up today. Uh, and of course, a couple of other podcasts. I'm putting up a vlog as well that kind of covers up um, the experience, showing off some of the holes, the games that we'll play, and so on and so forth. Um, so that's getting made, and that'll go up shortly. So there's a lot of things there. Obviously, a couple of little podcasty bits there as well. Uh, for anybody who didn't check out the the, the hilarious semi-drunk podcast that we did with uh, John from Xbox Era at Gamescom, I did see that. <laughs> 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 Go and watch it. We'd had a we'd had a good six seven drinks by that point, so yeah, um, that was good. Yeah, <laughs> that was um, a good time. But yeah, other than that, yeah, you can find me everywhere. And again, guys, thanks for having me. It's been an absolute blast. And uh, yeah, have an awesome evening. Awesome. Awesome, awesome, dude! Again, I I really do appreciate you being here. Like I said, I know you've you've been in high demand this weekend, and and uh, yeah, and uh, but I'm really glad that you got to go and experience that. I think it's it's fantastic. And all uh, well, you chaps need to come over sometime. That's what it needs to be. Well, Game's we, we, yes. we need to work we something do. out. Something out. We do for sure. Yeah. We'll 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 just let's just say we'll we'll say we're working on things like that. Let's just see how things yep. go. But we it's in the cards of goals we want to achieve so we'll definitely see what we can come up with and not just one or one but both of us try and get over there and uh raise a ruckus as it were as it were yes. so there oh, we yeah. go and uh, I'll drink so, with y'all. uh there you go there you go <laughs> pixel bit g buddy thank you so much for being here again you are so awesome i love your insight and i love that you're here with us and uh and to tell everybody where they can uh, reach out to you uh, as usual you can find me on twitter um uh, you might actually catch me streaming some some uh, some Starfield once it actually comes out uh, a week from now. And I actually am uh, thinking about starting up a little show for myself, a little late night something. So we shall see uh, very soon. But as always, man, I really appreciate the invite with you cats. Always a good time coming on here with you. Uh, pleasure. Um, I'm, I'm PTK, Wondering Dutch, yeah, as always. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah, some of y'all cast is legendary on here. My man Redtree doing his work as always. And That's Web up. Dave, you're everywhere, player. So, you know, I appreciate <laughs> I can be. it, man. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah. <laughs> I love it. Well, thank you, sir. Appreciate you being here. And his description, in the description below, you'll find the link to his uh, to his uh, X 
page. I keep wanting to say Twitter, but uh, so, so please uh, check that out yeah. and uh, and uh, and follow him, and uh, and he'll follow you back for sure. And of course, the one, the only, the legend. Oh, stop. TK Blam. No, 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 no. It's true. <laughs> Saturday nights are, are an amazing night to jump on with the crew because you have yep. uh you gosh, you have Fuzzy Belvedere <laughs> and Pong. uh and Pong Soul as, as regulars. Right. And yep. always a always a great time. I've been a guest a couple of times, so it's Retri. We appreciate that too. So so yep. please tell everybody about your show and about where they can find you. You're far too kind. Far, thank you. I appreciate the flowers. Far too kind. But uh, all, all you uh, fine gentlemen from Dutch, Pixel Big, nice to meet you as well. But Dutch, you know what it is, man. We got to get you back on soon. Uh, Retri, same with you, Dave. I had a ball mm-hmm. here, man. It was a great show. Shout out to everybody in chat. Uh, you guys can find me, uh, PTK Blam, across the board everywhere. That's uh, on Xbox Live, PTK Blam, uh, Twitter. Um, once again, sorry for missing this week. Had a, a very my anniversary was yesterday, so a uh, big day yesterday for us. But happy uh, we'll anniversary! Be back. Oh, thank you. Yes. Appreciate that. Congrats, man. Uh, yeah, thank you. Absolutely. Thank you. Appreciate that. Thank you as well. Um, but yeah, we'll be back next week. Like I said, man, you come hang out with us on Saturday. It's gonna be a great show. I believe we got slow mo. Uh, it'll be on next week. We might have a random guest on as well too. You never know. But uh, man, shout out to you guys, Dave Retro. You guys put on an amazing freaking show. Uh, two of my favorite people um dutch as well and pixel bit um but yeah i had a great time man definitely want to get back here and do this again 100 percent. thank you thank you so much and i also want to make sure that everybody while you're still here hit the like button for us i get yes. yelled at for not doing it hit the like yep, button subscribe <laughs> button if you haven't already done it already and if you want to become a channel member just a buck man 99 cents and then you got all these $1. cool icons i've threw up there plus there's also a bonus show and all kinds of other things that you can get just by being a channel member and it, you know it, it shows your support and we greatly appreciate that mm-hmm. but with that said please retry tell everybody where they can find you and what amazing content you've got coming up cool i got all kinds of content coming up game pass stuff because game pass is just killing it lately obviously i'll do some uh starfield stuff as well i'll be streaming that as well just like pixel bit um, because why not? Uh, here is my uh, YouTube page there, guys. You can also follow me on Twitter at Game Pass underscore daily, of course. Most of you do, so I appreciate that. Uh, and, of course, you guys can join the Discord community, which I'll drop in the uh, chat right now if you guys want to play some games with us. Uh, right now, I'm playing a lot of uh, Texas Chainsaw Massacre. It's a ton of fun. I really like mm-hmm. that game. Uh, that's surprisingly a really good pickup uh, in Game Pass, in my opinion. But the second Starfield drops... I'm dropping that game probably like a bad habit for a little while. I might go back and forth a little bit. I always play some Fortnite too. So we play a lot of Fortnite. Yeah, I I know. (laughs) Yeah. Um, Maybe. I don't know. We're going to have to see. I'm going to. Are you going to stream some Starfield? Are you playing live? I will definitely. I will definitely stream some Starfield. Yeah. uh, I will definitely be be streaming some of that for sure. But uh, yeah. Thank thank you, chat, for coming out tonight. Uh, Great show as usual. Uh, Wondering Dutch. Thank you so much. I know. I know you've been super busy man but i wanted the insight from someone who who was on on the ground floor so i super appreciate you being here i love love the viking uh ptk blam one of my favorite people in the community appreciate uh, you, absolutely love this guy and uh, pixel bit g tells it like it is uh, on uh twitter that's why i invited him the first time on this show and i appreciate him coming out and web dave thank you sir for uh you know you know thank you yeah <laughs> 
<laughs> I know, you know buddy, for all you I do. Know, I know. I don't want to get all sappy uh, and shit. Oh, man. Well, I, like I said, when I was looking for a co-host, uh, he was the first person I asked, and uh, I know I made the right choice because we actually work really well together, and mm-hmm. I feel very blessed to have you as a co-host, so thank you so much. Thank you, sir. The Gamers Council wouldn't be what it is today without you, and we're going to continue to grow, and we keep mm-hmm. having amazing guests like these guys. We're going to be the to the moon, baby, and hopefully all these guys will be back on a future podcast. I'll, at least I'll bug them till they till they come back on. <laughs> till they say yes. Till they submit. Please, yeah. please come back. And then I got all gas. Oh, there's that Dave guy again. I'm just kidding. <laughs> but uh, but but definitely, guys. Uh, thank you so much. Uh, and then episode uh, tomorrow is actually going to be a retro episode uh, for me for for the um, outbreak gamers. Um, when about four or five years ago, maybe longer, I actually got to interview uh, some uh, pretty amazing. Uh, voice actors uh, they actually worked on um, The Walking Dead for Telltale mm. uh, Games and uh, oh. their interview uh, will be uh, up uh, it is it is a, a, a great game and um, so that drops uh, tomorrow that's uh, Melissa Hutchison and uh, Gavin um, and so that would definitely be one you want to check out. Uh, it's like, it's an older show and it's kind of an improv to at a con. So there's a little airy, not exactly the greatest audio, but their stories are absolutely amazing. And they are some, Oh man, they, they, uh, cause you know, it was, they were able to say anything they wanted to. <laughs> so let's just mm-hmm. say they kind of dropped some bombs and it's pretty funny because huh. stuff they normally couldn't do when they're in certain, you know, different panels that they were on at the con, we let them cut loose in our episode. So it's, uh, it's definitely worth checking out. If you get a chance to that drops tomorrow in the morning. Uh, last thing I'll say on that, but please hit the subscribe button, hit the like button, share this out to a friend, let everybody know we're here. And we do appreciate everybody that joins us here at gamers council.